0: hey guys welcome back to the bingers assemble look today's episode is brought to you by our friends john Naughty over at the Naughty law group now it has been a crazy summer we know what's going down things have been wound but luckily even if they are you got the man with the plan and that's our friend john naughty check this out as the people's attorney you will talk to him but look free, cons- free consultation you don't get that anymore right he's the people's attorney you get a free consultation no matter what the issue is landlord issues car issues whatever right Employers acting actin out of sort. Right? Look, he's a civil rights, he's a criminal justice genius. Contact him. Look, r- rates are great and he has a history of getting his clients exactly what they need. Check him out. That's John Naughty. and you find him over at www.naughtylawgroup.com. Guys, so there it has been wild. Benjamin Assemble, we were on a hiatus. Uh, it's been a summer. We were at that, like, some of us were doing some preparations for the DNC. Some of our insiders, some of us were out there filming stuff. Bunch of a bunch of other people were like getting their like social media stuff all sharp and all. Uh, but Benjamin Assemble is going to be back. Uh, we really want to thank all of our loyal listeners, um, and all the fan mail we've gotten from people complaining that we're gone. Ain't that right, Mike?
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah, Twitter Twitter was definitely uh, active in the DMs
0: yeah ain't no loyal Uh, like loyal exactly uh also look (laughs) star modded media i look there's been i know that august and july were a dead month uh for star modded media there are a lot a lot of things are going on uh weekly shift will be back very soon um a lot of changes are happening so be on the lookout for that uh check it out subscribe Look, we're gonna have some very interesting guests coming on uh so be on the lookout for that also i've got a huge announcement that we're gonna share next episode that we record. So I'm sorry that I faked you guys. No, 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 no. I'm just, I am just kidding. Uh, we actually have a new, we actually Psych.
2: have a new punk, po-
0: <laughs> which I think is like have, so '90s, which is
3: what we're doing
0: today. Uh, we have a new podcast that's gonna be debuting. Our main man, uh, you guys know him from the Weekly Shift Fame. That's our boy Abe the Truth. He's gonna be debuting a new podcast. So we'll be on the lookout for that. Uh, but for today's episode of the a Assemble, look. We want to show some love to some of these shows that are just way back in the, you know, like these shows and movies that are just returning. Uh, so we're going to be going prehistoric. Cause there's, only one sh- there's only one movie that's filming right now. It's like Jurassic World Dominion. We're going to give some love to the old, old trilogy. Are you guys hungry? Sure. Uh-oh. I don't know if this is, what, oh. is that a velociraptor we got going oh. That oh. can mean one thing. That means it's time for the Jurassic Park on the Benjamins Assemble. All right, guys, Ah, you already know what is cracking the best theme song in the history of fucking mankind. And we on the benches assemble, we're going to be celebrating the greatest movie. I don't I can't tell you. Look, the greatest movie trilogy ever with like the best first movie of a movie trilogy ever. Like Steven Spielberg's greatest work. No offense to the movie that came out that same year by him. Uh, That's right. (laughs) We're doing Jurassic Park One. We're doing The Lost World Jurassic Park. Then we're doing that Jurassic Park Three. But well, we got our local uh, New Age paleontologist uh, joining us. Of course, I'm talking about our main man downtown, Scotty, with the hair and eyes are brown. Bauer, what is cracking?
3: <laughs> uh, I mean, I've never been called a paleontologist before, but I, uh, I know well, you're how, pale, I know, I know and you—that's to, well, true too. I know how to dig deep and find that gold, though. <laughs> 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 completely inappropriate <laughs> also we've got our
0: resident expert the good doctor dr miguel padilla kane what is up my man
1: what's up man listen um i'm having a hard time trying to find some of these fossils uh i think there's a border wall that's being constructed that oh is, uh, jesus complicating some of my studies <laughs> but anyway Are your
3: people good at like <laughs> making caves and shit underneath it, it. Yeah.
1: All right, well, see, I, I got my uncle building a tunnel that's supposed to go underneath it, and, uh, you know, we're not really finding anything down there. It's kind of going to be like a double use, you know? Is he wor- over there looking for fossils? He's going to be smuggling, you know, some goodies, so, you know, we'll see. See,
3: so your uncle, he's
0: a digger.
1: Like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so. Jurassic, of course, 1993 through 2001, the Jurassic Park trilogy dropped. So, f- look, peep this, guys. I can't, I don't know how to fucking tell you this. But look, first movie, Jurassic Park 1, grossed $1 billion. Uh, the Lost World comes out 1997, grossed $600 million. Third one comes out 2001, summer 2001, grosses $300 million. Um, look. This would like I, I look I wanna go back to when I'm about maybe five years old when the first Jurassic Park came out. Like Dinosaurs had a renaissance in the nineteen nineties because of like The Land Before Time and Jurassic Park. Um this movie was the biggest thing. Um can't can't escape the fact that this was based off of Michael Crichton's books, Jurassic Park and then The Lost World, and then Jurassic Park Three, they just said, Fuck it, we don't need a book or anything. Uh <laughs> So, all right. So, never mind the Toronto Raptors basketball team being named off of this movie, which is crazy. Uh, guys, as we do always, uh, where, where were you guys when this first dropped? Like, the first movie, where were you?
1: Bro, I was a little kid when this shit dropped, man. Like, like you mentioned the land before time. I was a huge fan of it. I loved Littlefoot. Um, Littlefoot. You know, Ducky, Sarah, shout out to all of them. Uh, but when this movie dropped, man... I mean, it was a big fucking deal. Like, I don't think people people that are not of that era do not realize how big of a deal this movie was for the culture.
2: Um, For the
1: dinosaur culture? Yeah. For the culture in general, like in general, bro.
3: Yeah, I agree with
1: that. Like, I think people have always had a fascination with like dinosaurs. Like, I think even the non-believers. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, what's that politician that like made headlines for like saying that the world was only like two thousand years old? Uh, like every, oh, the, the republican party yeah <laughs> <Jinx>. <laughs> no but there's one in specific yeah i mean it was republican but right uh i think even they were hyped like when this movie came out like just from a cin- uh, cinematic standpoint
3: oh totally um so for me uh, i'm a little bit older than y'all uh, not as much a, older as y'all think, little, but uh, I was out. So I was ten years old when this movie came out. Uh, and generous? No, it's <laughs> totally true. It came out in nineteen ninety three. I was born in eighty two. And by uh, <laughs> Well, no. But here's the thing: because it came out in, it was like a summer blockbuster. So I turned eleven in September. But. Uh, This is legit. Like, if I look back on my life and I say, what is the first movie I remember going to, like, a movie theater? And uh, listeners will know, did not grow up uh, going to movies early. Like, parents couldn't afford it. This is so the
1: one of the matinee show.
3: Correct, but this is the first movie <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah, I mean no, but but for real though, this he was, was sitting the
1: across from you.
3: Exactly, Th- he was. He had free candy in his pockets from the oh, dude, boy, here we go. and <laughs> yeah. uh, you know his little friend <laughs> that he, he was, made, and he, was,
1: and he was getting dapped up by the uh, yeah the employee.
3: Exactly. I, so this was I. It was a summer mat summer summer blockbuster. I had my winter coat on because I had my uh, dollar store candy in it, but. The uh, straight up first movie I remember, and maybe I saw a movie before this. I talked to my mom about this recently. She can't remember either. Maybe when we went to a drive-through or drive-in theater. Do you guys remember the drive-ins? They're coming back now. Anyway, the first cinema—that's
1: a social distancing, right?
3: Right. The first like (laughs) movie that I can remember in my memory of going to like a theater and seeing a movie on a big screen. With like the Dolby surround sound, with the arm thing coming you know, the armchair coming down, everything was this movie, Jurassic Park. And I feel so blessed that this was the first movie that I can remember ever seeing because it's so phenomenally amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean it's in my top five all time, no matter what. Forever. But it's, it's not just because I saw it for the first time, and that's the first memory I have of going to a theater and seeing a movie because it's that amazing. But this is the first movie that I actually went to in a theater and saw it. And so I feel like that is, uh, like, uh, my dad, his first movie ever, he feels like he saw was, was Star Wars originally in 1972, my stepdad, which is pretty, that would be a dope-ass movie to also have your first memory of. I feel like Jurassic Park is on that same
0: level. Yeah. So, um, with all due respect to your dad, uh, you win. The you win <laughs> on the story, right? <laughs> like Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park's my favorite movie ever. Like it's you can't get around this. Oh, so good. Um, interesting enough, I didn't see this in theaters though. So
3: well, you
1: were too um, young. Yeah, me neither. I mean, neither uh, yes. you all
3: saw it. I think I don't know. even know if you so. would remember it. Like at five. No, I would. I would have. Yeah, yeah, you I would have. A fucking freak memory. Yeah.
0: Um what
2: <laughs> my memory what is, is this. Table my table
0: mom table. my mom uh mom mom was smooth, right? Like I'm not allowed to talk shit about her because she got mad, but um, <laughs> mom was smooth, so she took me to grandma's house, right? And like you're like, you know, all right, grandma got the cable. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> like, grandma did have well, the cable always. <laughs> ki- kitchen's fully stocked, right? And she's nice and you know? Got Anyways, cans so she took takes... Coke too, probably, right? Right? Uh Pepsi we're, like, oh, Pepsi, we're black. We're right. black, Pepsi. Yeah. All right. Same um, thing though. When you're like, oh man you got these cans that are always fresh you don't got
0: that Yeah, no rc cola <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no shasta cola yeah. uh mom so mom smoothly drops us off there then she comes back and she's like raving about something that's scary right and she's doing everything she can not to mention dinosaurs right then you know my grandma like my, gra- my grandma's a young grandma she maybe in her still in her 40s when i was like five right so that's cool she goes Uh, But, like, like the grandma just kicks in. She goes, oh, did the dinosaurs eat them? Then I look up, right? And then my mom's just pissed, right? I go, mom, mom, what movie did you see? It's Jurassic Park. I go, what's that? What's that? And she goes, there's dinosaurs. I go, what? 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 And she's like, "Uh." And then I don't remember, I don't actually remember at what point after this I saw the movie, but I think that we went to the old uh, Albertsons Video Store, right? And I, uh, essentially, what happens is I go, this is the best movie ever. Then I had a friend... We, we used to spend the night at his house every Tuesday, and he had the VHS copy of this, right? Yes. And I wouldn't make him watch it. He goes, no, it's too long. I'm like, no, we need to watch it, right? Um, fell in love with this. So, uh, I look, just like the soundtrack that we had played, loved it. The sort of cohesiveness. This is before I knew that there was a book, just the cohesiveness and the excitement factor and the fear. I thought that this completely changed everything. Um, and let me give you guys a little bit of background on the movie, too, though. So the uh, one of the things that the movie was lauded on, uh, which we're going to get into the Oscar sort of some of the issues with the Oscars not coming for this movie, but one of the things it was lauded on was the special effects and the mix of practical effects with CGI and the CGI in particular, which is not necessarily, I, I think that you don't get to hear so much that the CGI was like really great, which it was because the practical effects were, but the CGI was so great, it inspired George Lucas to continue making Star Wars movies and saying that the technology is now where where, where he needs it to be which within special effects for him to yeah, continue making movies. Yeah, we mentioned
3: that on the uh, previous episode of the Star Wars show. No, we did, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, bringing so bring that all back around. Um, and one of the things it was lauded on obviously this came from the Michael Crichton book uh at Jurassic Park which came out in 1990. Um, the first movie was lauded on the fact that it pretty much held true to the original novel with a few certain uh with a few different things. uh sorry, with a few differences uh in areas, if you will. Did you guys read the book at all?
1: No, I never read it.
3: It's on my reading list. <laughs>
1: 30 years. Later. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: like, look, it's one of these things because it's my favorite. So Godfather is also one of my favorite movies ever. I refused mm-hmm. to read the book for a very long time because I didn't want it to taint my version of the movie. It actually didn't. And Puzo mm-hmm. actually admits the Godfather movie is equally as good or maybe better in terms of art. I don't know mm-hmm. what Crichton feels about this movie. But it's got to be close to the same. I just don't want it to take. Look, well, this this movie is fucking magic. Like I don't want anything to ever even detract from
0: it. I gotta say, he's probably liked the movie because like he wrote the second book. Right. Um. After the like, after he wrote the, the second book. Out, right. Yeah, because he because I guess uh, Steven Spielberg had asked him, "Hey, can you uh, you know I'd love to do a second movie of this," and then he wrote a book, which was a second book, which was brilliant.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So Steven Spielberg directing this uh, at this point like I like uh, how like uh to to me like growing up like Mike and I were younger um when this came out this Steven Spielberg was the first director I ever heard of because of this movie right. and I associated directing with him and I don't think that anyone could have been bigger at this time so let's talk about the year that he had really quickly 1993 uh directs Jurassic Park directs Schindler's List all time uh World War Two movie, or uh, really great movie, totally. and then also starts working on ER the next year. Um, it, which means that he had to be in production around the time that the sort of yeah. uh, publicity and marketing and release. Well, for, I mean, think uh, about JP his 3 career leading List. up to that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, oh, he just
3: broke on the scene in 1990, but right. yeah,
0: like at this point, he's twenty, he's twenty years in when this when this movie
3: comes out. Yeah, well, dude, twenty years in, but like he uh everything he's done to this point has basically he's got like the Midas touch on movies he invented the blockbuster yeah. essentially
0: yeah and then re-
3: then stepped it up yeah. a notch i mean yeah that's hard to do can
1: we yes. talk about the fact that like his initial movie like making Jurassic Park 1 after the uh first novel and then inspiring the author to pull a George R R Martin and basically <laughs> right great call you know, he had to freestyle a new book just to meet the demand for a sequel because he wasn't planning on doing it spielberg essentially had a conversation with him it was just like hey like if you ever do decide to write a sequel to this book you know i'd be down to film another movie about it and he was basically like yeah like why not and why wouldn't he like there's obviously mm-hmm. plenty of money involved like there's demand for it the same with george R. R. martin like obviously like fans wanted to see more game of thrones and it was like all right well let's put this shit on pause while i write a book and like create the storyline for you guys to follow and like in some cases you know that stuff can take off in another case it can bite them in the ass we obviously saw what happened with game of thrones where they tried to rush it in this case i mean say what you will about the lost world but i i, I think it worked out for both of them
3: mm-hmm. first four and- episodes of the final season of game of thrones was amazing
0: well, Mike had a very natural transition before <laughs> Scott brought up <laughs> uh, and let's get to movie number two in this before we uh, and guys, we're doing this a little differently where we don't show our favoritisms <laughs> so much by talking about one movie more than the other. Um, but we're going to transition into the Lost World. This movie drops May 1996. Uh, I did yeah. a shit job on this cause I didn't even announce who the fuck was in the first movie. Um, Sam Neill. Uh, Sam Neill playing Dr. Alan Grant. Then you've also got Jeff Goldblum playing Dr. Ian Malcolm. Then you've also got uh, Scott's favorite actress, Laura Dern, <sighs> playing Dr. So Ellie Sadler. So then you've got John Hammond, uh, played by uh, Mr. Richard Attenborough. Or wait, is it John or Richard? Which Wait, uh, we should be knowing this, right? Richard Attenborough. Richard
1: Attenborough. Richard Attenborough. John Okay, Hammond. Richard Attenborough. Richard, Richard Attenborough. Hammond.
0: John Hammond, Richard Attenborough. Okay, all right. Um, then, Dick, I mean, there's Dick a bunch of other people. Be, be, then you got Sam Jackson. I don't really call him a star uh, at that point. Then you also got Wayne Knight, who was sort of, he wasn't a star. Um, playing Dennis Nedry.
1: You don't think Samuel L. was a star by the time he was in this movie?
0: No. This was a year before uh, Pulp Fiction.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this was 93. He didn't so even you know. die
0: on screen. <laughs> True. Like so co- very compare that to be eaten amazing point. <laughs> yeah, compare it to being eaten by a shark. Like hell Bob Peck who played Muldoon got eaten on screen. Uh, <laughs> his left arm was all you saw. <laughs> yeah. We don't even know if it was him. It could have been like a leftovers from the black guy at the beginning of the movie too, right? <laughs> uh,
1: shoot, so, uh, shoot.
0: number her! shoot. Her! <laughs> number two I mean, comes Samuel, out.
1: Samuel o. had already done Goodfellas, didn't he?
3: Oh,
0: was
1: he
3: but he what? wasn't a star in Goodfellas. I mean, he had done it. Right. I mean, and that's a great call out, because right. his character True. was fantastic.
1: Yeah.
0: What was his name in uh, Jurassic Park, Mike?
1: His name in Jurassic Park? Uh-huh. So you Ray don't
0: know. Oh, Good, never mind. All right. all right, I thought I had you. All right, listen, he was not, <laughs> He was barely a star.
1: Listen, you're, you're not going to fact check me today, all right? All right. <laughs> You always
3: uh, all right, have so... Every great movie has a guy who can smoke a cigarette really fucking cool. You know what I mean? Like and he could in that movie. He was the he was the smoking. What was his job in that? Uh I feel like he was like the network security guy. He was like the you net set guy. Job? No, but that's what I mean. Like he was the net set guy and uh Nedry was the programmer who's always taking okay. liberties, you know what I mean?
0: you mm-hmm. took a lot of liberty on that exactly. uh, so the, the lost world Jurassic Park comes out uh, so the Alan, uh, Alan Grant yeah, Sam Neill doesn't return because he goes to do Event Horizon um, and Laura Dern doesn't return due to the fact that people wanted to put like athlete's foot on her face um, and <laughs> essentially
3: <we laughs> dude, she here's the she thing like foot. Yeah. she, she might like foot. look like a foot but she looks the exact same 30 years later that's true. Well, feet don't age as fast so. I as. Mean, maybe. Uh, so, number number two. That number two Charles comes. Instead of she, like yeah, uh, Neutrogena or she
2: whatever. Had that,
1: <laughs> she had that fast acting to Yeah. <laughs> fast acting to uh,
0: So, The Lost World Jurassic Park comes out in 1997. Uh, this one's directed again by Steven Spielberg, written again by David Culp. Uh This one, Jeff Goldblum returns. Uh, it's Chaos Theorist, uh, Ian Malcolm. Then uh, he's joined by uh, uh, Ms. Julianne Moore, which I think this is probably like, her first big role as uh, Dr. Sarah Harding. Then you've got uh, some of these, like, some of their billing is interesting. Um, you got Richard Attenborough returns as John Hammond for like one fucking scene. Then Vince, uh, early stage Vince Vaughn, right after Swingers, is in there as Nick Van Owen. Then you've also got Scott's favorite person in the world, Richard Schiff, as Eddie Carr. <laughs> And also, you've got a Arliss Howard as a uh, Peter Ludlow and Pete, o- and, and Pete Possiwi as a Roland Timbo. Uh, so this movie, right, a little bit different. They go to site B of the island. Uh, plot of this one, essentially, we're going to, we'll get in the plot, sort of the plot, the, we'll talk about the plot sort of in totality. Um, going back to 1997, uh, Mike and I, I'm going to think Mike and I have the same opinion on The Lost World. Uh, it's 1997. The Chargers are two years removed from the Super Bowl. Um, There's no Anchorman. Pacific Blue hasn't debuted. Um, The movie highlighted San Diego. And then there was a great scene with a T-Rex in San Diego. And at the time, I said, our city's on the map. Uh, I thought that. I was like, everyone talked about it. Right, I didn't know that the movie was coming out either. Uh, I didn't know that there was a second book at the time. Everyone went to see it, and then they had like really great to- uh, toys, like you get like the Legos, and then like the little toys with the little fucking like agent style like Humvees and everything. Right, I was like, this is perfect. And then I was like, I got to see this movie. And then I had the little watch with the stupid ass spit dinosaur on it too.
1: Yeah, uh, they definitely had good uh, good toys for that. I had a Velociraptor one. Nerd, way better <laughs>
3: Then the Dilophosaurus. That is maybe.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, out. no. I got that is from it, Burger King, bro. It
1: was Burger King that did the um the yeah. Happy Meal collab with them, right?
0: Yeah. Did they call it yeah. Kids Meal or Happy Meal at Burger uh, King?
1: No, it was Kids Meal, kids and then meal. they had the the, the the Big Kids Meal. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, with like big. fucking
0: Kwami from uh, they had like Kwami from fucking Captain Planet as one of the mascots.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a good I had no. the good Burger toys. <laughs> what? Oh, t-
0: all right what did you yeah what did you guys think about d- the lost world when it came out
1: i was hyped for it man like honestly like i thought that it was gonna be, i mean it was a big deal obviously and i thought it was gonna be as good as the first one obviously you come in with high expectations the storyline's a little bit different and it's one of those movies like you watch it and you're like all right this is dope and then you get older and then you watch it again and you're like oh this kind of sucked
3: Mm, I was a teenager then, and as I said, my favorite movie ever, and the the movie I remember about watching in the theater was Jurassic Park. When I saw it, uh, didn't love it, like, at all. But it was like, okay. I was like, cool, there's the dinosaurs eventually... And then, and then when there were dinosaurs, the movie got worse. And I went, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, and that's what was weird about this movie. It was really good when there weren't dinosaurs. And then when dinosaurs arrived, it was really bad. Like, they had a baby T-Rex, and then the movie got unwatchable. It was awful. <laughs> like
1: it's like they decided to add chomper from uh, the land yeah of like
3: <laughs> and he became the main character and then it was yeah, yeah. and then i was like wait yeah the velociraptors are smart but now the t-rex are smart now they're all yeah. smart and now see what i
1: what <laughs> it, i approve go ahead It had it's moment no, i was gonna say it had its moments like they introduced different dinosaurs in there so like that was a cool part but I, I think it has so much potential, and then just the storyline going in a different direction threw everyone off. Yeah, I loved, I yeah. loved
3: uh, Chris. You said his name earlier, your boy, the the hunter guy. I love, yeah, timbo. I love that guy when when he was driving in the first like, scene. Didn't the African right. music play a lot when he was exactly. on scene? <laughs> like, well, he was totally Afrikaans, but I love when he was he was like uh, the the Dulla the Dulla. Yeah, he's got the ball. The prior talk. <laughs> the what? Oh, he's got the red horn, oh, the Elvis, like, that, that shit was pretty funny.
1: He always plays, he always plays, like, a, a villain. He's, he's, no, got he's that
0: a good guy in this. No. He nope. broke the baby T-Rex's leg. Because he's a hunter, he's doing his job. That's
3: not his job. Okay, he, he withheld his pay to kill an animal. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. So he's a Trump. Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. When this came out, so I was like,
3: he takes on the, uh, safari. In
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Ludlow. Uh, look, this movie was, this movie was over more overhyped than the first one, because I think number one, like not, I imagine not a lot of people in Jurassic park one came out knew about a book, and then number two, like the hype from the first movie is like, fuck, this is huge, dinosaurs are big, then this one comes out, right? And the thing, I want to say this movie advertised the raptors a little bit more prodigiously than the first mm. one, right? Because uh, you all remember the kitchen scene for the uh, first one, which we'll get so, into. Right, which is huge. So everyone's seeing that, and then raptors are the core focus of this one, uh, mainly, right? Or in terms of like the advertising that they did. And then it's just sort of a letdown. You don't really get them until the very... And they really have like one or two scenes, if you will, right. uh, good and scenes, it though. just sort of felt. Good scenes up? though. Yeah, and then it just sort of like I don't know what happened with sort of the writing and directing, uh, but it took a turn, and like I think that the by the time I watched it a third time, I said this movie's not That's that not good. Uh, yeah, and then now I have it ranked pretty low. Um, so, uh, anyhow, so four years after that, they follow their normal four-year cadence and a movie not based on a book comes out and that being Jurassic Park three that's released July, uh, July 8th, sorry, July 16th, 2001. This movie directed by Joe Johnston, um, being produced by uh, Kathleen Kennedy and Larry Franco, uh, this movie not, no longer written Same by producers.
1: Him. And I think, well, Spielberg yeah. was also a producer for that movie. He uh, was,
0: sorry. Yeah, sorry. I meant to imply that of course, um, uh, this written though by uh, uh, Alexander Payne, if you guys are familiar with him, um, cousin of uh, uh, you, Winifred you do-
3: Payne. Vincent. I don't
0: know. Winifred is he?
3: Payne?
0: Uh, he directed Downsizing in Nebraska with
3: your uh, foot lady's Major dad um, Vincent, and The Descendant. What's Winifred up? Payne. He's not a. He's not related
0: to. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know who the person you're referencing is either. Uh, Major and then Vin- Pe- uh, Peter. Uh, <laughs> sorry. All right, so when this, uh, so this movie obviously got a lower gross. Um, also, I I want to say that the budget for number three was less than uh was significantly or well, no, sorry. I think the budget <laughs> the budget for number three was uh was higher than number it was higher than number two. Uh, but I want to say it was lower than number one. Sorry. If I'm not mistaken uh look i look for number three so i i gotta be honest i, I love I it came out yeah like absolutely absolutely actually right, i got it wrong about the budget so the budget for one was actually 63 the budgets went up each well, time by about 20 but million, you gotta so. do
3: the budget by year by uh, adjusted for, yeah. for inflation
0: okay all right yeah just Jurassic report three seems to have like a that's a high budget for not a lot of sets or whatever um Look, when Jurassic Part Three came out, my aunt took my sister and I to see it. We came to the movie late, which, if you guys know, the runtime was ninety-two minutes. So yeah, if you, you missed a you lot. Miss most of this,
3: most the of whole point two. of yeah. them going uh, to the island, you right missed. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, the plane. When I, I walked in, and the plane was crashing. Oh already.
3: Jesus! I mean, kind of yeah. missed it. Man. So and
0: I, I didn't put no, I didn't put two and two together that the movie was short back then, right? Because like this is fucking dope, right? I and mean, was so cool,
3: right? Yeah. Nonstop. What's up? And there was really like... Yeah. There was like... There wasn't really an act. Zero character yeah, development. Exactly. It was just straight up just like action and character development. Yeah. there wasn't like the normal style. This was like a arc. Netflix yeah, episode. it was. It was a very different <laughs> style of a movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mike, we got to get your thoughts on this. Doohickey. On three? Yeah.
1: I I I liked it. The storyline was completely different as well because um, you've got the focus mainly on like these two little kids um that get lost you know within like that flight and everything and like the parents trying to look for them but every time mm-hmm. i think of this movie i always think of that specific ringtone for that satellite phone
0: yeah <laughs> 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 wait dude i never put this together they, uh, so that's essentially the melody for Jurassic Park, uh, or not the melody, it's a chord, uh, one of the chords in Jurassic Park theme song that they use for the theme, for that, uh, ringtone. That's a good point, yeah. And, yeah, I never put that together. I always thought it was annoying too, And but I tried to get it when I first got a cell phone. I was like, let me, it. So, okay, that's like a Spinosaurus will come. Um, look, so this movie as essentially, what's up?
1: can I say, the Spinosaurus was a good addition to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, as, as, di- as a rival to the Tyrannosaurus Rex, like that showdown between them the one thing that you always got to keep in mind like the story every one of these movies always has a storyline built around two dinosaurs the t-rex and the raptor and they can never make an any one of the movies without integrating them in some sort of way and so the fact that they brought in the spinosaurus as like the main villainous dinosaur on here and they have the showdown with the t-rex it's like oh shit like this is not what i was expecting
0: Mm -hmm. t-rex got a really 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 shit run
3: in this,
1: no. Oh
0: yeah, oh, he, he was <laughs> yeah
3: not the character. But the thing is, you got to realize also, it's uh it's sixty five million years of evolution, and there's very few alpha alpha predators that stay alpha predators for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Sapiens, our our species, in comparison to the T Rex has been uh, the Alpha Predator on Earth way shorter, like like a weekend mm-hmm. of when the, mm-hmm. the T-Rex was. Uh, and yet we've caused way more devastation here, which is interesting, but we'll get into that. Yeah, so
0: this movie, uh, so some of the issues, uh, so about five weeks after they started filming, uh, Joe Johnson and Spielberg didn't like the second draft. And they wanted an uh, easier story, apparently, um, that David Culp had came back and told them about. Um, so why he didn't just say, hey, you know what, let me write this easier story, I don't know. But uh, Payne, and, uh, Payne and the other guy, Jim Taylor, I had mentioned, brought on and they re- they went and redid the script uh, with a bunch of different revisions. Uh, and then film, they did like five months of filming, essentially. And then... Uh- what do you call it? I guess like the final draft of the script wasn't completed uh, during the production, apparently. Had and Johnson had, <laughs> Johnson had quit a bunch of times as well. Mm. The director, Johnson, had quit. Um, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> that, that's just interesting
1: because like, uh, like, he seems so adamant about like, filming this movie. Like, he tried to jump on two. Yeah, he did, yeah. And basically came to an agreement with Spielberg. Like, hey, like if we were to make a third movie, like I'll step aside and I'll let you do it you know so then to take that as an opportunity for you because you're so hyped on it and then quit a bunch of times like right, i always mm-hmm. wonder like what was going on behind the scenes you know
0: yeah so look uh, let's keep it 100 all right joe johnson's a scrub i agree all of his movies suck <laughs> what are some of his
3: other movies but he did
0: uh he did willow oh, and wait, he wait, wait, the wait.
3: kids willow's great Oh,
0: sorry. He didn't direct that. Yeah, sorry, he's I was
3: going to say. He's not a director. Yeah, sorry.
0: I don't, sorry I, and I'm not like changing that he did it just because you complimented it. I'm you sorry, did. I got it wrong. Uh, he was a producer on that. Sorry, but he did a, He did Jumanji, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, The Page Master. Uh, then he did Captain America, The First Avenger. So, Jumanji, Captain America, and then he also did October Sky. So, those three movies are good.
3: Those movies are great. Yeah, everything else
0: sucks. All right. Like, The Page Masters. Yeah, that's weak, pretty weak. Like, and so was The Wolfman. And... Wolfman and Hidalgo.
1: <laughs> Hidalgo? <laughs> yeah, this guy
0: only got the job because he went to Cal State Long Beach, and then like I'm sure that fucking Spielberg's like...
3: Felt I think sorry, Kathleen felt Kennedy he was, like, right, was uh, get getting some side action there on Lucas at the time.
2: <laughs> Yo, you on Lucas
0: or with
3: Spielberg? No, she was married to Lucas. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy? Okay.
0: Well, what does that got to do with Joe Johnston? Uh,
3: she, was, she was his side side hustle who was a side hustle joe johnson was of hers okay
1: maybe you didn't like hidalgo though
3: i didn't like hidalgo no man vigo vigo Uh, is he's not a great american accent actor
1: (laughs) i like the storyline bro like the fact that and, uh, okay. uh, Are we really gonna talk about fucking Hidalgo <laughs> on this podcast? Well, we're talking about dinosaurs. We can't talk about a horse.
0: No, they're not even the no. They don't even evolve from each other. What is this? What is this? We're gonna talk. What? No.
2: <laughs> this
0: is a frog. Uh, all right. Listen. Let- okay. Now that we've talked about sort of in high uh, high level, let's get to the meat and potatoes. Yeah, the neat and, and skinny on this, right? Okay. So look.
3: I don't know core plot plot of the movie. Uh, Core. Kamala is trying to take away red meat from all of Americans.
0: (laughs) So the core part of the all right, the core part of this is (laughs) that uh, essentially John Hammond and his company Engine Corporation they find a way to recreate dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can I just say that Bauer was just looking for an opportunity to say something related to today's?
3: Yeah. Always. God, people are so stupid. And if you like Mike Pence, it's so bad. Still listen to the podcast, though. Thanks.
1: Yeah, uh, that that was completely, by the way. She's not really trying to ban me. Don't listen to Scott the same way you shouldn't. (laughs) listen to people's memes exactly. on Facebook and take that as actual fact.
0: okay so uh all right back to what i was saying around engine corporation they go and recreate dinosaurs um he wants to make a theme park off of it no and then sorry to cut you off mike but i was like all right i feel like scott's got to pipe in again so <laughs> i want to get started with this um and then essentially he wants to create a theme park he asks some paleontologists to bless his work essentially and has a lawyer there who's with the investors which uh you know, which I found interesting or whatever. I didn't not till I ordered, well, till I was older than I understood what was up. Um, and then things obviously go awry because there's a gentleman there, that being Dennis Nedry, who wants to go ahead and uh, for a rival corporation take the embryos. So he shuts down everything in the park. Okay, I didn't get this part of the story. So someone please clear me up. Why did he need to shut down everything in the park?
3: Yeah. So remember when he. So Dennis Hedry was selling the uh sequence code behind Hammond's back. And the reason remember when they alluded to it earlier, they didn't get into it. They alluded to it he goes, Yeah, automation's so great. I could run all of the systems from this network alone. And then Hammond goes, uh, I don't think that people should or, uh, he goes, I don't blame people for this. I do think they should. Be. So he was very underpaying Nedri because, and uh, I think the book gets into this because I've done some research. Mm-hmm. Nedri was like, uh, he's, he's done some criminal stuff in the past. And Hammond underpaid yeah. him because he's super talented but shady. And the thing is, yeah, he had to close different gates of the park. So that he could drive through the entire park uh, mm-hmm. but he also wanted to cause uh security to have to go to so he wouldn't get caught in and he could get through easy breezy but but what ended mm-hmm. up happening was uh his virus that he did. Uh, 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 uh it uh mm-hmm. kind of went out of control yeah
0: okay so yeah the uh so the, the, i think like one of the things is the so obviously hammond is a billionaire who doesn't do background check the
3: the the whole thing about him was uh and the book goes into this um which i know about but uh he, he's, he needs to shut down the park because he's... Uh, remember the whole scene with Dotson? He's like, I got Dotson. got Dotson here. Nobody cares. The whole thing where he's, uh, where he's sneaking out the embryos and stuff. He's basically trying to just... He's lazy. He's making the easiest way to get through the park. So what he's doing is he's shutting down specific systems to, uh, mm-hmm. to get to the dock early. And then what happens is his virus goes out of control... The weather also knocks out other mm-hmm. systems, and uh, okay. it, it's like a, a bunch of, I mean, that's also why he just, he gets, he dies and doesn't realize it, and he's, he's lazy and he's <laughs> chunky. That's why they're like, someone check the vending machine. It's like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Who, was it, was it Arnold that said no, check it the vending machine? He has, Let's have a check okay. The right.
0: Okay. So, all right. He's getting but, M-M-s. Really quickly. <laughs> in reality, how quickly would Nedry have been fired uh, by Hammond? Well, that's the
3: thing, because he had a criminal past before that. And and Hammond. Hammond's, <laughs> Hammond's exact, like I'm gonna do shit on the, the whole sheet. quote. He goes, uh, "I don't blame people for the mistakes, but I do think they should pay for them." <laughs> yeah, I'm
2: not gonna yeah, get in another philosophical argument
0: with you about. <laughs> Ray. He goes like he goes. I understand that exactly. you have the money issue.
3: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. So
0: let's let's rank Hammond like, as a leader geez. on a He's scale like of one geez. to ten.
3: Remember when we did the wire with Prop Joe? He's also like related. Yeah. It's like his cousin <laughs> on his mama's side or his nephew on his mama's side.
0: All right, so Mike, uh, let's say you're doing doing the uh, old—not even a skip level review. You're an executive. You work at Engine. John Hammond's there. It's time to review your boss. What? 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 what, On a one to ten, what do you give him?
1: I mean, I would say that he handled the Jurassic Park situation similarly to uh, our celebrity in chief and his. Oh Jesus! (laughs)
2: That's
3: a good fucking call. All
0: right. Yeah, you know what's crazy? The book in the book, once you guys read it, um, he's like way more selfish and not as Miracle on Thirty Fourth Streety. Um, you not know, Santa Claus.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. He, he played Santa Claus. Like, yeah.
0: On. So uh, and uh, which is weird because I think Phil- Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street came after this, right? And I always just assumed that they gave him this role and changed sort of how he was in the in the book to this because of the miracle. But I guess they just decided let's just have a jolly old man. Um, he gets a two. Like just a terrible, just a terrible boss. Like first of all, he has a subordinate who he clearly argues with money about all the time. Number three, the island was understaffed, yeah. like significantly. And I know that there was a storm that was happening or whatever, but there was at no point did he say, "All right, hey, let's have a town hall and let's evacuate everyone." Like if there was COVID right now, he'd be like, "We got to look at the dinosaurs." Way,
3: the guy who is tracking the storm is your gamekeeper. Remember <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, that's cheap. <laughs> yeah, this guy was like... so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Hammond's just cheap. He's yeah. Like, oh, it's almost like it he doesn't, was... It doesn't appear to be moving like the... south. And it's like, dude, this is the guy who's in charge of animals. Like, why is he also <laughs> your meteorologist? <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so, John Hammond was basically, like, the John Exotic. <laughs> <sort> <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Am I right? Like he had these grounds, he has all these dinosaurs, and he has like a staff of people, but clearly, yeah. like they're not. But the
3: instead animals of animals like Trailer Park yeah. Rich, he was like billionaire rich. But like. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah. So um, one of the things is storyline wise, I don't understand in number two why um he decides that he's gonna reach out to Ian Malcolm about Spare's saving so things, spent. a guy who a guy who got injured in the first movie and was pretty worthless and just sat there being taken care of by Hammond and uh, the foot lady, right? And he goes, all right, I'm going to go and get Ian Malcolm of all people to come help me on this, uh, to go help uh, stop this situation that's occurring on this site B, right? Made absolutely no sense to me. Um, I want to get into this.
1: Like why I was surprised that they brought him back. Yeah. Because of anyone for the sequel, I would have assumed that they would have brought back uh, Alan Grant. Mm-hmm. he was like the lead paleontologist the expert that was their big yeah. mistake he, he bring back Ian Malcolm right yeah and I mean granted they brought him back for the third movie but like was that too late you know like, yeah are you trying to bring him up out of irrelevancy just just to try to make up for correct the error that you committed on the seat on the, you know what I mean like
0: yeah so there's no
1: shade at Jeff Goldblum it's just I don't know I just yeah. don't think he should have been in that
0: movie. Well, they, and they, like, and here's what they did. They ch- The problem is they got rid of his glasses yes. and the, and they like, trying to make him lead man in this is just, no, he's the weird guy. That's yes. what his role is, right? And
1: he's not the like, lead man, bro. Like, Independence Day, he couldn't have been what he was without Will Smith. And it's yeah. the same fucking thing for this movie. Like, he's not the lead man without someone else to be there. And mm-hmm. I think that's a part of the reason why it flopped, like. There was no other male figure to be there for him. There's to too like, much you know,
3: backstory to... about him, too. Like, in the subway, the kid was terrible. It was all bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: the Yeah. It's like I, I had no vested interest in, first of all, uh, like, I think Nick Van Owen had the great line. He goes, um, are you seeing a resemblance here right. when he brought his daughter out? Um, yeah. And I was like, and I know that they had they highlighted that he had a lot of issues or marriage problems, if you will, um, in the first movie, which he, he highlighted, how uh, he's always looking for a All future right, right, ex so Malcolm, good. and how he's been married.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'll give him credit. Yeah, I'm always on the uh, <laughs> lookout for the uh,
3: future. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: The, yeah, the, um, so uh, look, I, I want, like, I, w- I wanted a reunion with Neil and, uh, because Mal- like, look, I thought that like the level of playing off each other was really great in these, in the first movie, you didn't get a lot, enough of that in the first movie. Right. And then we never got to see it again. You know, um, like essentially their last scene together is, uh, Malcolm in a helicopter flying away. Right. But before that, it's just, uh, Malcolm, uh, running off with the flare or whatever, and then getting head butted by the T-Rex and falling into the toilet, you know? Uh, or the toilet hut, right? And then right. they don't interact at all again. Which I was like, okay, this is weird. Um, yeah, so he, like he's
1: dead, and then he like suddenly comes back at the end for like a brief scene, and then now he's yeah. like the fucking star of the sequel.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, what is going on here? Um, so yeah, it's just and so, and then like with number three, it's like uh, I, you know, I don't know how to say this right. The characters were just garbage. This movie would have been better off. It was
3: just the kid that got lost, um, Billy. And Alan the Wright. movie. So this is what was interesting. I think the characters in number two were better, Terrible. but the story was shit. The okay. movie and the story yeah. in three was fantastic. Was better, but the characters were shit.
0: Yeah, Mike, did you care if anyone died in number three?
1: Um, I mean, obviously, like, I didn't want the kid to die. Well, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't care. So <laughs> 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 well because like in this in the lost world like they have that opening scene where that little girl is playing by the water and then oh yeah with the attacked. thick eyebrows yeah
0: camilla yeah. bell or right. whatever her name is yeah so that's what
1: i'm yeah. saying like yeah i mean like you watch the sequel and you see like a little kid get attacked and like basically die and then now you got the third one and it's like surrounding like the storylines based around like fighting this kid so you're like i don't want to i don't want to fucking see him die.
0: yeah yeah, and
1: I think the... as a kid, like you imagine yourself as that person, because like you put yourself in that position, you're like, oh, I would be that kid, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Why so, are yeah. these? It's, why uh, are these
1: people yeah, I... always
3: flying over the five deaths, which is what these islands are called? Yeah, like, that's true. Just to avoid that area yeah. uh, off of Costa Rica. Right? Yeah, how did where, how, where did Nick Van Owen learn oh, Spanish? and it was he, so bad. He's talking <laughs> you you can tell. You're like, dude, you don't know any Spanish at all. It
1: was, yeah. it was like me <laughs> Yeah. Same as uh, Scott Bauer when he goes Correct. into a Mexican restaurant and tries to be cool with the cooks. Uh,
3: come and come on, say to say, burrito with everything. <laughs> 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 that's, that's what I want. The...
0: <laughs> all right, let's... Uh... Let's go ahead and get into some topics real quick, all right? So, uh, oh right, before we get into that really quickly, Oscars though, so uh, so the other three movies, right? The first one uh, won an Oscar for sound editing, uh, sound mixing, and visual effects. Then The Lost World was nominated uh, for visual effects and Jurassic Park 3 had gotten nominated for absolutely nothing. You know, from a visual effects standpoint, i i find it odd that number two didn't get a nomination uh, or sorry it did get a nomination for that i found it odd that it didn't win for that one um i don't know i, I should before i brought this up i should have looked at who the fucking, uh competitors were but if you look at sort of from a set like a set standpoint right just like the trailer hanging over the trailer hanging yeah. over the bridge right i was just like uh just completely blown away then the you know the t-rex just uh head inside of the waterfall uh, situation you know and then even like I don't like this or whatever but the ramp the rampage through San Diego and the 76 ball From the gas station or what no one goes to 76 gas station <laughs> it's the most expensive um, But that ball like r- that ball rolling or whatever right as like that I don't know what the fuck could have won. I hope event horizon didn't win over it
1: Well, I can tell you why part three like didn't make any noise I mean the movies that it went up against are just like ridiculous like it went up against training day It was okay up against Lord of the Rings oh no, yeah First good point one. So it's like harry potter harry potter so that focus yeah. was completely out of it by then mm-hmm. you have all these movies that are coming in where people are just like holy fuck like these are actual movies you know
0: yeah yeah that's a good point yeah the uh yeah that yeah they should they should have released that like the year before when it when its only competition would have been gladiator yeah. and I mean, dinosaur i also it, think though that if
1: i'm not if, if i'm correct I think Fast and the Furious, the initial Fast and Furious, yeah. dropped in 01.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, Titanic won for best visual effects
3: from right. a Lost World, so no wonder. But I
0: think also, yeah, the, the, the other Starship Troopers
3: was the only a other thing nominated. Starship Troopers, one of the greatest yeah, yeah, that's of, of all I mentioned, time. Dude, just to fuck with you, Paul Verhoeven is a hero. Yeah. Uh, what were you going to say, I'm Scott? Saying, yeah, what, what were you I'm saying say? is too. Um, I think it makes sense uh, from well, yeah, visual, visual plus fe- special effects. These, these aren't related, but I think they are in some ways. The animation of the dinosaurs, the level of the original Jurassic Park, and where it was in terms mm-hmm. of special effects and visual effects, it, it changed movies. And uh, mm-hmm. by three, yep. it didn't do that. It was kind of trying to keep up. You know, so like, I don't I don't yeah. think that it was that bad that it didn't um it was good in, in comparison because it was you know ten or twelve years later or whatever, but it didn't like change the landscape of it like Jurassic Park did yeah yeah certainly
0: yeah i think uh and I think like if you look at Jurassic Park three like the set piece i mean the set pieces seem smaller. Um, because like, it, like obviously the first one, they go to more, like you, they're, I mean, they're, I mean, I don't want to uh, first one, they're probably like in a more isolated location in terms of like within the park, obviously. Um, but it just seemed larger in terms of what they were going through. And one, it's just, sorry, in three rather, it's like, they go to the compound, the engine had done, and then they go to a bird cage and then they just randomly end I up on a river, you know, know um, a Oh yes! Oh, look, all right, yeah, we're gonna get in that. Uh, yeah, is it? Do we I have think, that as a topic? Well, maybe scenes. No, we do not. I don't think we do. Uh, yeah. we, can do
1: turn we, have, we can turn it into a topic. Let's
0: just do that, right? Uh, best scene in trilogy. We have that. Okay, fuck. All right, we'll wait. Um, so let's just go to get to the topic. So, all right. So we can get to that. Not <laughs> just kidding. Um, first team all pro casting. Okay. Um, look, I went. I went ahead and I had put. Uh, Jeff Goldblum as Dr. Ian Malcolm.
1: So iconic. Like I, after I yeah. just shitted on him about... Well, he just said not he's
0: not a lead man. right? <laughs> we're, we're ranking him for the first movie. That's why. Look, uh, the most quotable... I think that... Look, uh, people don't know this about me because I know they think I'm just bland, a bland fucking jock um, and a player and all types of stuff like that, right? Um, who says that? I know. Who says that? Uh, <laughs> I love the scenes in action movies where the action does not occur. Like the totally. dial, I'm a dialogue nut. Um, like, you know, the Ian Malcolm scenes in this is just, <clears throat> Scott and I had talked about this earlier, right? But it's like, uh, gee whiz. He goes, the Eric, or was it the the lack of humility in the face of nature? And then you got the slimy fucking lawyer just like, well, hold on, Dr. Malcolm. I think things are a little bit different than uh, we, we, what we they're expected. He goes, oh, yeah, they're yeah. a lot worse. This whole monologue, uh, he goes, you know, he goes. That's
2: a good, quotable. that.
0: Totally. Yeah. The the whole, just mm-hmm. the whole, like that whole monologue that he has, right, when the argument is occurring, and then you just see like the other doctors, just like, all right, we're shifting to his side. We're not going to be as sort of virulent as he is, right? But the whole time, it's like, boom, he's, you know, he's right. And then even like with number two, with him being a terrible uh, leading man because like the the charm and the rock starness was gone or whatever, right? Um. Even sort of the, oh, that's how it yeah, starts out the ooze, the that. ahs, and then he t- talks, and then yeah. it becomes the screams yeah, right? uh, and, the, and the
3: shrieks.
0: Yeah, right. Then the, oh, it, 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 and then like the, you know, the look on his face when they bring in the, t- the baby T Rex, right? And I'm like, just must go faster. just, just perfect, must go faster. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, hey! Look, you know, when, when you go to Disneyland and you get on Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. they don't try to eat you. Yeah, but
3: the problem is, you're gonna have a uh, dinosaurs? When the Pirates of the Caribbean shuts down, pirates don't try to eat you. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Or the, uh, uh, or hey, are you planning to have uh, dinosaurs on yeah. your in your dinosaur park? <laughs> what do you think they got in there? King oh, Kong.
3: So good. I really hate that man.
0: <laughs> yeah. But. <laughs> All right. Who do you guys got?
1: I chose Sam Neill as so good. Alan Grant. Ooh. And I think he rightfully deserves to be first team all pro casting for the first movie. I'll he's great. And i him for the third movie. But, I mean, the first movie he completely took over. Like, he's the one that rescued the kids. I mean, from the beginning of the movie, like, when you first watch that opening scene as they're at the dig site. And you've got that <laughs> annoying ass kid. And he pulls out the raptor claw. And then basically starts telling him about how, like, these claws can, you know, rip him apart. Mm-hmm. And starts telling this little kid, like, how he could die. He tells him, like, maybe... Don't get gonna, too far into know, it. We're getting the into belly, best scenes later. Spilling so. your intestines. <laughs> yeah, so, like, he just has some of the best moments on that movie.
0: Yeah, certainly. Certainly. It's a... Uh, well, look, you know, and, like, they clearly tried to take, like, a little yeah. Indiana Jones type of... uh approach with him with the fedora yeah, and everything yeah. and yeah and like so he always, always needs to have it back
1: uh, whip bro and, and that yeah. who,
0: better, <laughs> who better to lead Yeah, right? Your
1: kids
3: through a dinosaur park than a dinosaur expert.
1: <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's, no, I, that's the Spielberg I, thing, yeah. you
3: know. Yeah.
0: And I, look and and to Mike's credit with choosing like great great selection. Um and I think like sort of looking you see the growth in an individual. Right. Um throughout this movie, like, you know, with, like Mike had mentioned, right. Not liking kids. Right. And then, uh, he was the one that said, you know what, these kids that he fucking was annoyed by. Right. He goes, all right. Uh, my sense of humanity is kicking in. I'm going to go save them, you know? Uh, and then continue to be there he as like a father figure for them, you know? And it's really,
3: but that's not, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Just, the, like, the whole, like, and, like you, like, you get in thinking this guy's just going to be some fucking nerdy doctor, like, boring or whatever, right? And he's just fucking resourceful and action-oriented. He knows how to shoot a gun and everything, you know? It's just, like,
3: he, yeah, he's incredible. He's definitely a manly man, and, it's, it's, and he's smart. He's good. Yeah.
1: Um, I had, uh, He
0: knows yeah. how to defeat his enemy. Go ahead, Mike.
1: No, I so said he's just, he, he knew enough about the dinosaurs. Like, he knew how to defeat totally. his enemy. Yeah. He knew what he was up against. Probably also, was, uh, really quick. Cr- from the moment he asked them, you bred raptors? That's when yeah. you knew like, shit was going to pop off eventually. Also,
0: how the, fuck does, how the fuck do they assume that if you don't move, that the T-Rex will not go for you? Mm,
3: his vision was based on movement. That's what I thought from his ocular cavity. So there are other animals in the uh, animal kingdom. Uh, so this is a very uh-huh. interesting... Uh, biological and evolutionary thing so herbivores mm-hmm. typically their eyes are on the sides of their skull so think of deer right so you have your forehead uh deer's eyes are on the side of it so they can see basically 360 vision their uh their their vision kind of is is all around our peripheral vision as humans is not very far apart But this is what's interesting. Humans, if you really think about it, we are predators in a sense. And Mm -hmm. so our eyes, and most predators' eyes, so if you think of lions, if you think of uh, tigers, if you think of bears, our eyes are kind of center set along with our foreheads as well. The T-Rex, and this is why they think this, is a predator whose eyes are also offset sort of to the side and so they think based on that ocular cavity that uh it was more about seeing peripheral movement vision as opposed to straight sort of sightful vision that most predators have okay so that wasn't bullshit, that, by the way. Uh, that was a totally
0: that. good answer. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, so the movie was lying about the uh, about the T-Rex not being able to see if you don't move. Um, apparently, and I know this kind of sort of shits no, on everything No, no, no that's one said. theory. Uh, just the kidding. Is, is uh, theory. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm fucking with you, but yeah, apparently like the T Rex could see up to like six co- kilometers away whether somebody was moving or not. If they're based um, on birds, and yeah. Some I mean,
3: paleontologists
0: too. Okay, and so pa- some paleontologists have said that, uh, what do you call it? That because of the size of their eyes, they're bound to have good vision. I just are like curious as to uh, like it seemed like Dr. Grant studied raptors more than T Rexes. You know, and like not to say that he'd be uh, what do you call it? But that seems like a sort of inside baseball thing to know that about the T Rexes uh, from
3: a paleontologist. It also made the movie way way better. Yeah, I
1: mean that's true. It was a
3: good choice. They only use it that one scene though. But it was a good choice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get into like favorite scenes later, but but I think, um, the torch scene, yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty freaking great to have it sort of that way.
0: Yeah. So, what's who's your first team All Pro uh, cast? Scotty. Mine
3: would be Richard Attenborough as John Hammond, and I think. Um,
1: no, Richard, I mean I
3: agree. To. I agree. He's not. He's not a great guy. Yeah, no, he yeah, shit yeah, on yeah. the characters, I mean, not I mean, the as actor. An actor for who he was and what he played, just so perfect. And, and I think um, he is the sort of, like, uh, billionaire capitalist who thinks he's doing good things, who's so fucking evil because he thinks he's doing good things. Like, uh, I love this scene. We talked about the first scene, um, the dig site, where he's like, no, 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 I know my way around the kitchen. And then he pops the champagne. We were saving that for today. I guarantee it. Like you know, just every yeah. every line Classic. he has, like, is so thoughtful. Like every line is so on point with his character. The whole spare, no expense.
0: I can't believe it. The one person exactly. that believes me like, is the bloody lawyer. You know,
3: you know the Or the blood sucking lawyer. Thing I ever did was uh, it was on mechanical, right? But it was a flea a flea circus. You know, the whole thing. Oh, mommy. Can't you see the fleas? Can't you see the fleas? Oh, I see the fleas. Like, everything is so great. And then when Laura Dern goes, but don't you see it's still the flea circus? Like, he still can't get it because he's that fucking, like, he has that much of a god complex that he thinks that, and he plays that character so perfectly. And even in the second one, the one scene that he's in, he just is like, oh, no, but it's good. Like, You'll, we'll have four people. You guys will see it. It's great. We have this whole island. There's no big deal. It's cool, man. Like it's so. He's so fucking stupid, but he's so brilliant at the same time. Like he's yeah. the perfect billionaire. Yeah,
0: Mike. It, Mike is trying to change <laughs> one of his responses, uh, and I'm. I'm moving us to this because I see his ass trying to do this. So. You thought that Scott was gonna continue talking. Hey, was that all right? He got it in in time. Fucking shitbag. Uh, okay, so hey, was that? I went. I went ahead with with the P, two people from number two: Richard Schiff as Eddie Carr or Vince Vaughn as Nick Both Van Owen. Um, mainly, I'm gonna and I'm, I'll probably I'm gonna flex on the Richard Schiff because I thought Eddie Carr was dope because I had a toy of his when I was little and was I used it, to put him in my wrestling ring to, and like make him like a referee. Okay. No, no, he had a hat on. <laughs> Yeah, so he had he had a right, look. I his death sucked. Uh, it was like the best one of the series and pretty traumatic or whatever for me because no. uh, he was like a legit he hero. The movie. Good. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened to the black girl. Um, because he left the high the <laughs> the high what do they call it the high hotline or high heaven or whatever. Um, and then goes down there and yeah, so I don't understand how she she came she back in the fold or whatever, right? But yeah, the just high. like the what's up. Yeah, the hide, the high hide. Okay, yeah. So he comes down and saves them, and then he yeah. his reward is being eaten, um, which I was like, just like fuck, that sucks, right? So that was my. Uh, I just thought he, I thought it was great. Just like didn't have a lot of scenes, but just sort of the ingenuity that he showed, and sort of Richard Richard Schiff has a way of uh, you know to get, he has a way of making you feel sorry for him, right? Because we didn't we don't have anything about that dude's yeah. background at all.
3: Just like the opening scene, and I was like just like the, fuck. Yeah, he was like the producer or the director of the the force of him going out there and having this whole, uh, you know, filming experience of, of you know, like he, he had all yeah. the tech, he had the cameras and the phones and you know, the phone never worked though.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. So Mike, we're going to give you a moment since you changed yours. Scott, you can uh, go first on this yeah, one. Yeah, Totally.
3: So I would say, uh, Peter Stormare, I think is how you say it, as Dieter, Lord. who also had a, a oh, great wow. death. So, uh, your boy, uh, as long as you're around me, I'm I'm in charge. If I'm not around, Dieter is in charge. Uh, Dieter, uh, <laughs> Peter Stormare, he, he plays a lot of good character actors. He had one of the best and most deserving deaths after he zapped this small little... Uh, yeah, the compi, and the then copy. all the forty copies just like eating yeah. alive is pretty dope. But he—he's one of my favorite character actors as the uh, lead nihilist in the Big Lebowski. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, she gave her toe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: what is his name? Ui uh, yeah, uh, 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 Kunkel, or, or something uh, like that. Yeah. Uh,
3: what about you? Give us what's in your pocket right now, and we call it even. <laughs> You're supposed to be nihilist. Whatever, it's a whole other movie. But
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one of the greatest of all
3: time. he was also in uh,
0: he he uh, he also had oh, a role in Bad Boys oh, you're too. Right.
2: Also,
3: um, uh, speaking of my point earlier about someone who needs to smoke cigarettes really well, that dude can, him. dude. I think <laughs> I've seen him take down an entire cigarette in one drag. Like he's uh. He can yeah. he can he can smoke some cigarettes well on uh but yeah Peter Stormare he he plays he always plays his characters very well he's a very interesting uh, and I like the mm-hmm. the Dieter Stark character he sort of like a, a nihilist even yeah. in this one just didn't care
0: Dieter uh, so, okay so Mike what do, you, what, do you, what do you got going on there yo
2: S- so since you changed
1: was that well because you were saying that. Samuel L. Jackson wasn't a relevant actor at the time, so seeing him as Ray Arnold, it's kind of like I True. Know, what the fuck is that? Was that Samuel L. Yeah, he was in Jurassic Park. That's the type of. Yeah. Jackson Please, I, uh, I hate this hacker crap. <laughs> <Arnold wrote>. <laughs> <laughs> this might have been one of the only roles. Yeah. He didn't curse the storm either. Because
0: there's a yeah, PG that's true. Yeah. He, he even says, that. "Hang on to your butts." Not even, hang
3: on yeah. to your butts. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. All right. I I like that. I like that. Uh, hey, was that? I mean, look. Yeah. It the hey, you know, hang on to your butts or whatever was a great, uh, great quotable. Because I had a fucking speech teacher that quote used to quote that. Uh, back in uh back in college. So, shout out shout shout out to Sam yeah, with hair. He did have hair. All right, for Stone Cold appearance. All right, I went with uh, man, I, I really think maybe number two is my favorite movie. I don't know. Uh, I went with Peter Possewaite as Roland Tembo. Uh, look, first and foremost, I know most people, like I think like you got to be a hardcore fan of this series or whatever to what do you call it to sort of really think of, to really think about his impact because I think a lot, a lot of people kind of forgot about him and you guys for some reason think that he's an asshole. I don't I know what's wrong with y'all. He broke um, a baby T Rex's leg. That's the one thing you go do and to talk about he's an asshole. You never you never I injured the ant I was
3: a child.
0: Okay, listen. First of all, go ahead, Mike. What were you gonna say?
1: Not me.
3: Okay, good. It was just Scott. You didn't was... kill Ant when it's on your yeah. table, so I got answer plays... right now. He plays... Oh wait,
1: oh He he does play like a lot of like villainous characters though. Like his character in Inception. Yes. He played like that like mob type boss in the town. Yeah, the town it was so good. He's got what? that face. He's got
0: that we were talking that about Roland Timbo and not Peter Pasta. Wait, alright? Look, let's keep it 100 here, guys. Bro, all right? he
1: was even an Amistad. He played like a villainous character in there. Like I'm telling you. Okay.
0: You like I love that Mike decides that he's gonna pull up the slavery movie to get to get me to change my mind <laughs> on the guy. I should <laughs>
1: right? say that
0: you said that. You said no, Amistad. you said Amistad. Everyone knows what that is. What like, what is this? the villain is what what else would the villainous guy in Amistad be <laughs> all right that's
1: my point that, that was all right my way of backing up my point
0: okay all right listen but that does not first of all let's get back to the character I don't know what you guys are doing all right first Roland Timble, first of all stone cold appearance by Peter Possway comes in there very first very first thing he says in these movies all right let's see if I can get it on one take right Peter, if you want me to run your little camping trip, there are two conditions. Firstly, I'm in charge, and when I'm not around, Tita is. All you need to do is sign the checks, tell us we're doing a good job, and open your case of scotch when we have a good day. Second condition, my fee, you can keep it. All I want in exchange for my services is the right to hunt one of the Tyrannosaurs. A male, a buck only. How and why are my business? Now, if you don't like either of those two conditions, you're on your own. So go ahead, set up base comp right here, or on a swamp, or in the middle of a rex nest, or for all I care. But I've only been on too many safaris or rich dentists to listen to any more suicidal okay. ideas, okay? <laughs> then Peter Ludlow. Looking like a little bitch. Oh, okay. AM.
2: <laughs>
0: you got that in one take. Yeah, I. All right. Okay. Uh, I thought he was scared oh, totally. of him, and that's why he said okay, right? Like that monologue, I fucking love it, and I've dreamed my whole life of doing that to someone in my career, and it like oh, being mean, applicable, yo.
3: You're right. Totally a Stone Cold appearance. He was. He was really, really pretty dope yeah command uh, the whole movie when vince vaughn has the backup plan oh he told me this might happen but he sent a backup plan me and then, uh, then he uh cuts all yeah. the dinosaurs, like he goes to dieter that's the last time i put you in charge
2: <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> yeah uh, yeah not a lot of yeah. positive scenes with him and dieter There's right like you get the sense dude. that he didn't like him <laughs> <laughs> yeah also he had this other quote Remember that chop about twenty years ago? I forget his name. Climbed Everest without any oxygen. Came down nearly dead. When they asked him, they said, "Why do you go up there to die?" He said, "I didn't. I went up there to live. I've lived by that my whole Pretty life." Good. Or yeah. the, since the movie came out, rather. Yeah, loved it. Right? Yeah. Uh, who do you guys got?
1: Because um, you guys were I, hating on Temple. I had B.D. Uh, Wong as Doctor. Later appearances. Um, and the reason. I
3: don't know. We won't talk about those. <laughs>
0: no we ain't talking about those
3: yeah no no no. i'm saying yeah jurassic no he's world. saying that no he's saying that he appears
0: in other jurassic park movies yeah
1: oh well i mean he was in they right, back right 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 uh, that's jurassic what i mean world movies yeah but i'm saying like even in the first one like he you know he, did. he, he killed it he killed it he did a good job and i think yeah I super- like, as an actor like, i feel like he's underrated like you see him in a lot of things but you don't really realize where you see him you know like you might be like oh yeah it's a guy from focus Oh, I've seen him on Aquafina. Um, Law and Order. Or Comedy Central. Law and Order. But he's done Law and Order. He's done Gotham. Like He's done a shit ton of shows. Like He's essentially what Chris Wiggins yeah. wants to be as an actor.
0: The guy... Yeah, yeah I want to play Lee Shang in Mulan. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I totally play Lee Shang in Mulan, yo. Know? All right. He's also in a Executive Decision. Wait, who's which is in great. Executive
3: Decision? Okay. Uh, he
0: plays uh, the sergeant.
3: Good character yeah. actor. He has like eight lines and it's perfect. Yeah, yeah that's what you'd call Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
2: Classic.
3: had uh, not even counting the second movie because it's kind of the main character, so it doesn't count. I said Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum, Jurassic Park, oh, the original. Because he stole every single scene that he was in. Uh, I know that he was in other movies. He was in The Fly. He was in Maybe I'm kind of cheating here, but it—it it was. Uh, I mean, every every single scene in the original Jurassic Park just stole the show. So good, just just amazing. If
0: I went and re- rehabilitated a bunch of condors, <laughs> you would have yeah, no problem yeah, but, with it.
3: But, but we're not talking about a species that was killed by. By deforestation or 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 the building of a dam, dinosaurs they they had their shot, and Mother Nature selected them to end. Hell <laughs> oh, yeah! No, so good. And now Classic, you're trying to man. you're trying to sell it. You're trying to sell it. <laughs> it
2: slams the table. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You don't find anything inherently wrong about what you do. You don't have any, you didn't, you didn't use your knowledge to obtain it, so you have, or whatever that quote was. No one else
3: has ever done. Yes. But, but the problem with your science is that you, you didn't obtain any responsibility to deserve it. You stood on the soldiers of giants and now you're trying to, you're trying to sell it.
0: Yeah, do you think uh, yeah. I, I understand why he's divorced, right? Can you imagine, right? Aww. Look, uh, <laughs> I went and bought the ring, and then I planned everything out, and then I spent all the money on this ceremony, and then you're not putting it's not oh, equal kids, within kids, this relationship. Kids,
3: I, oh, I, I, love, I love kids, love kids. I'm always looking for the uh, the future ex uh, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. <Now. laughs> Dr. Sadler. She's not like uh, veil, is she? Oh, you two are. You
0: know, I. I barely got the sense that uh, Doctor oh, Grant and her were dating. Well, I know, but it's like they—they they didn't make out at all, make all in the movie. It. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like a nerd relationship, you know.
0: Yeah, like I thought she was his student. Ian, freeze! Until he, until that part came along.
3: <laughs> Ian,
0: freeze! What, huh?
3: Go ahead, take the kid. What does that happen when he when he gets the uh, flare? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> Hey, how come we're not giving any love for the uh, lawyer? Mr. Gennaro. Mr. Gennaro. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go.
2: Uh,
0: we're going to skip best film because we all put number one and you guys can just tell by the is that we think number one's the best, uh, just bet best Here's... plot. Most cohesive storyline. They got the Perfect. mixture, right? Of story and characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah and just. I don't think
1: anyone has any criticism. I don't
3: the think there could be. I mean, yeah, it's I like literally the story arc, the scenery, the the effects, the music. I can see Bernie Sanders the having an issue with, with it. the movie. Is that not everybody could afford it? <laughs> <laughs>
0: you had a lawyer. You
3: had a lawyer there
0: who told well, everybody I, that there's going to be a coupon, remember, coupon day, and he, he laughed day. smugly about the
3: coupon it. Coupon day will be. Paid for by the working class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see. Just... People have to get and use their whole life savings to get over there to that island. island. Uh, Mr. 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 Richard Attenborough, Mr. John Hammond, will be opening the park to his billionaire friends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he not yeah, treating his employees fairly. <laughs>
0: Look, there's been copious amounts of death on this (laughs) (laughs)
1: part.
0: So, uh, worst film, I went with number two. Just god awful. Um, They had two great scenes in there. Um, Number one, they have the high, and they got the trailer hanging over the cliff, which was great. Uh, C CGI was shit when they had the fire exploding below them or whatever. Um, and then the Raptors yes. in the tall grass was just amazing. Yeah, and like especially when they go, they see RJ's bag, and then the next thing you hear is like, what do you call it? Uh, the next thing you hear is yeah, and then you hear a screaming or whatever, and then Dr. Malcolm realizes that it's RJ. Uh, but only two good scenes in the movie. Gymnastic <laughs> shit was stupid. The T Rex in San Diego. It meant something, but then when I got a brain that developed beyond a 10 year old, I go, How the fuck did those people on the fucking boat die from a T Rex when it was in <sighs> the fucking bad. hole? Also, to go to San Diego and there's a giant T Rex when it's a city with copious amounts of naval bases and marine bases and no reinforcements are ever called. In Godzilla, which was inspired by the Jurassic Park movies, they had the biggest fucking military in the world there in New York, like in like one second. I mean,.
3: I know.
2: There are no bases in bad. New York City.
3: I mean, number two, the thing yeah. is, it started so well. Like, I really thought, wow, this movie's going to be really great. Like, act one was terrific. And I said this earlier. Like, mm-hmm. everything up until when the dinosaurs were in the movie was fantastic. And then when the dinosaurs came mm-hmm. in the movie, it got worse. Like, it got way worse, and then when the dinosaurs became the main characters, it was unwatchable. Like yeah. T Rex killed yeah. everybody on on the boat, but like it really couldn't have even happened. The Raptors killed everybody, but then they weren't in it after that. And then like T Rex closed the door because he, it knew it was gonna land in San Diego. Like it was a, it was it was it was awful.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the movie had potential and it had its moments. Like there are some good scenes, like the the tall grass that was mentioned. Um, the one thing that I kind of didn't like about that was that the, all the Hispanic dudes got eaten first.
3: The dark meat. So
1: I kind of felt like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 nah. So, uh, but all jokes aside, of course. Um, you know, there's there's some scenes in there that are a little far fetched, and I think that that was part of what kind of threw a lot of people off, like the gymnastics scene. Like, was that girl really gonna fuck, like fuck shit up by like you know, like would Simone Biles like really like kill a dinosaur, <laughs> like you know, doing some moves like that, like I don't. know It was
3: such like a throwback was to because remember she got kicked out of gymnastics, so it was all about yeah yeah right.
0: they cut you from the team. Yeah, nobody wanted to see He
3: was that, way better just, was, just as a yeah, deadbeat, like, dad, single, dead. like, weirdo in the first one. And then now they're like, oh, but this guy's great. Uh, and yeah. Cool.
1: yeah. Yeah. We're going to introduce you to her. But, I mean, the, the aviary was cool, you know, because we didn't really get introduced to that in the first movie. So, it's like, oh, shit, okay, I like, the aviary. Yeah, we well, that's three. Whatever, whatever. Well,
0: what, you put number three as the worst?
1: Oh, sorry, my bad. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
0: you're forgetting the crappy movies. You're messing. You're messing up your crappy movies. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah.
3: It kind of. It kind of
0: happens. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. If they would have blended them both Maybe. together, we'd have yeah. a second good movie. Yo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. we all put number two as the worst film, huh? Okay. All right. Let's just get the best scene because this is clearly what we've been angling for. Okay. Uh, I'll let everyone else start first, and then I'll go.
1: I would have to say that, in my opinion, the best scene was in the first movie where the raptors are introduced. Like, we don't even see them. And, like, you know, we obviously talked about, like, the moving grass from the second movie. Yeah. They've got them, like, in this, you know, this area that's fenced off. And we see this cow getting lifted up. Yeah, and getting lowered in, and the cow is like moving and then it gets dropped into the trees. Then we see the trees like shaking and moving, and yeah, we hear like all this noise. The lift comes up, and then it's all fucked up. the The cow is gone, and you're just like, oh shit! Like you don't even get to see the raptors, but you can see the amount of destruction that they're capable of doing, and and it just gives you like an eerie sense. And as a kid watching this, you know, like I was like six years old, like it scared the shit out of me. Not to mention they show extreme
3: intelligence problem solving intelligence especially
1: the big yeah. one yeah it's a great way to <laughs> introduce <laughs> yeah. exactly. they never they hit they the, run same run twi- the same fence twice the
0: same
3: area twice
1: it's a great way to introduce them right without even showing them you know, and so
3: then <laughs> when they, they do reveal, reveal them later answer. on it's yeah, like even later. cooler right exactly really yeah. what they're
1: capable of doing like based off of like the foreshadowing and everything that they're giving you like leading up to that moment, totally they already know that there's extremely intelligent, like these volatile hunters that are like, you know, fast yeah. and yeah. That's,
3: that's a um, I think that's a, that's an amazing scene. It's tough to, to argue with it. I, I do love the entire uh, T Rex scenes. The whole the whole tour, right? Uh, you're gonna have uh, uh, dinosaurs on your on your dinosaur tour, right? the entire dinosaur tour and then they get stuck because Nedry, the power goes out they're right in front of the t-rex cave. um they, they put out the goat and it's the whole uh uh he doesn't he doesn't want doesn't to be fed he wants to hunt he can't suppress 65 ma- million years gut instinct but I think that entire scene just the whole lead up power goes out uh and you are a complete liar if when that goat leg lands on the top. Where's the goat? And then the goat leg lands on top of the, the glass roof. Like, if you didn't jump out of yeah. your seat the first time you saw that, you're a liar. Like, that was amazing. Like, uh, yes. Yeah, and then and the second, the sec, my second favorite scene we talked about it is the, the opening scene with that little jerky kid, uh, that doesn't look very scary to me. More more like a six-foot chicken. than a, or a turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was turkey. A, uh, Alan Grant goes, "Yeah." You see yourself in the crustaceous. You're wandering around, minding your own business. All of a sudden, you see the six-foot turkey in front of you. And that's when the attack happens. Not from the front, but from the side. From the two raptors you didn't even know were there. The raptor's a a pack hunter, you see, and he slashes at you with this six-inch retractable claw. And see, the thing is, he he slices at you maybe here or here, maybe across your belly, spilling your intestines, but the point is, when he starts eating you, you're alive.
2: <laughs> so it was the kids
3: face like, Yeah, the kid's face all fucked up. The kid's like 10 years old. It was terrifying. Hell oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then he tops it off with yeah, so, you know, try to show a little respect. Yeah. That's so, yeah, uh, the best so way to check, to check somebody.
0: Like no, you damn right. So uh best scenes in the trilogy I love the T-Rex Andrew scene just great like yeah. even like even when you just see the hand uh like the T-Rex hand coming down or whatever slightly. you're like all right what's going on and like the wires being cut and then when he first comes over I don't know how he got up there um
3: Well the like, whole it made no sense Cindy's to me power uh, since like to it come made it up on the
0: Yeah well, oh, yeah but how did the yeah, T-Rex I climb know. up that thing? He's tall. Cuz like the car fall yeah so plot hole plot yeah okay plot hole um right because he's like afraid to jump or do anything uh later on so i love that scene uh raptors yeah. in the kitchen absolutely fucking scary uh i remember i had the book when i was little and the, the the book from the movie and they had like that like that scene was one of the pictures like you know that like, you get yeah. a book and you're like all right i'll just skip to the middle of it and look at that shit so that part with that yeah you know, that clicking that they do um love that however for this whole trilogy the aviary the aviary uh what do you call it micah aviary so
3: you don't know what it is okay the aviary scene
0: um yeah like you're walking around right and they, they go because they, like first of all like i don't think this gets enough credit the scene right before that like this has to be the most fucking gut-wrenching 10 minutes in like a person's life um because they they essentially are attacked by raptors yep. in that other engine site right where they have like uh the raptors in the glass right and then one of them like jumps out at tia leone right they get out of that Um, and then they like uh, seemingly lock the door behind them and then they go downwards right and then they very like they don't fucking get a breather they're walking to this little area and they tell the kid to go mom's like if you need me I'll be here then he's like look mom I've been trapped (laughs) on this fucking island for two months right I think I can live without you for like 30 seconds which is a good point right then he's walking around fucking Alan touches some bird shit dried bird shit right he goes this is a bud cage and then he goes William Mason's like oh for what right Um, and then the, you see like uh, the kids walking, right? And you got the fucking, the mist and everything, right? And then out of nowhere, uh, like he's like, mom, right? And then you a just fucking see thing with giant talons comes, right? Yeah, man, just fucking amazing. And then Billy trying to be a hero, right? And like, uh, you know, takes the old uh, parachute from the dead guy from earlier, right? And then saves the day and then he gets like man, pecked a, a tire or whatever, right? All of that, like I'd been waiting. Yeah, yeah. 1993 Jurassic Park came out 1993 Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, debuted pterodactyl every girl like my sister included every girl wanted to be a pterodactyl right and then to think when are these going to be in a fucking movie because you've seen the stupid ass uh triceratops of their weak and you've seen That's t-rexes
1: petrie from the land before time we
0: yeah we wanted to see them uh, <laughs> yeah we wanted to see cool ones Not weak soft ass fucking yeah Yeah, and then you get these fucking birds just fucking nine feet tall, all right? Like, fuck the six-foot turkey. Nine feet tall, right? That scene was just amazing. I was like, this saved that fucking movie, yo. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so, wait. What do you got here? Uh, Okay, cool, all right. Uh, Music, listen. We played it at the beginning. This music's fucking iconic. It's legendary. It's the best fucking, like, soundtrack ever. Just... Yeah, like, like Mike doesn't like it for some reason, but I nah, man. I think okay. it's All iconic right. and legendary,
2: bro.
0: <laughs> I just said that. Oh, yeah, I wrote, I read it from you. That's why. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I think like it, like if if you look at the different cues or whatever, right? Like uh, towards the end, mm-hmm. like to go from that and then like when the bro- mm-hmm. What's up? Okay. When the Bron and like just think about that when the is Bronis- yeah. when you first see the is right or the or the little foots right, um
3: like necks. playing they're moving in yeah the herds. long necks yeah and it's playing then they do and then, move in herds
2: <laughs> they
0: yeah and like you know that probably should I don't know why no one crazy. named that as best scene uh but whatever uh yeah but no like even like and then the way it changes right and like when it's like going into the park and like it's like some random expiration, dun dun. Right, and then it's then it switches when there's like dread and terror, you know. Uh it's just amazing. So good. Like, just a score to it, right? Like when they're in the when they're in the kitchen, and yeah, all just amazing.
2: Yeah. Okay. Timeless think, versus time. You're right. so Go ahead. Like,
1: I think that scene is underrated because it's it's a good introduction to the park. Like as you see seeing this park unravel, like and you're introduced to, you know, the brontosaurus. And the music just kind of adds, like, a feel to it because you're discovering something that essentially, like, has not existed for millions of years, you know? So it's almost yeah. like, oh, shit, like, this is real. How'd you do this? He did it. And there's just a feeling you he did get it. that music. He did it. You know, that crazy son of a bitch did it. Crazy son of a bitch did it. did it. But <laughs> even, like, like for example, you you go to Universal Studios and <laughs> like, like, Park ride. Like,
0: Which is know, awful. If,
1: well, but I remember <laughs> when it debuted, it was a big deal. And, like, that was the one thing that I wanted to do. Like, being there, waiting in that long fucking line and just hearing that music playing over the speakers, like, it gave you some excitement because True. it made it all worth it. And as yeah. the ride ends, when you go through that big-ass drop and the music cues in again, like, I don't know, it, it it gives you a vibe, you know? I mean, like, yeah, I would definitely yeah. have to say that this is one of the top uh, opening themes for, like, a movie. Oh, yeah, dude. how fucking
0: great is John Williams? He's the maestro. Think about, think about that. You do Jaws, and then you do Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless, or what? No, sorry. Yes, what is it? Close Third encounter. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, right? Star um, and Wars. Then, then you do Indiana that. Jones. Yeah, Star, yeah, sorry. Star Wars, and then you do Indiana Jones, and then you follow it up, and you're mm-hmm. fucking doing like this, Bro, you know?
1: Like the man's created some of like the most iconic themes. He's created all of the most
0: iconic Dan- themes. Danny Elfman right? might be the yeah, only one. Like, sorry, Danny spot. Elfman. I was just going to say that.
3: Hans Zimmer, you're uh, right. Hans Zimmer. Gladiator is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, no, John, yeah, John one is just fucking, yeah. So, like, I, I know somewhere, oh, somebody's, like, saying,
3: Bill Conti. Bill Conti. <laughs>
0: okay, you know, <laughs> Bill Conti or oh, God. Alvin Silvestri. Do do?
3: like, a couple of Tony Scott films and <laughs> some shit? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Avengers? Good. Yeah, like you know
0: somebody just like we're waiting to be contrarian, right? Like, oh, I can't, right? It's uh <laughs> I think he did that Forrest Gump and Back to the I Future also. That He was in,
3: in on that uh, uh because directors typically have like their own people that they that they bring, right? Which is why yeah. Spiel, Spielberg and Lucas their yeah. friendship I mean, it, it, there's a good argument to make that um, and I think we talked about this during, during the Star Wars episode but maybe not because we did the prequels but uh, John Williams might have saved Star Wars because they were very far behind in special effects and visual effects but when they did the uh, opening live mm-hmm. orchestra in London of the music or the, the movie the producers went alright this is going to work like, it, it, like, that's how powerful music can be. It, it was
2: incredible.
0: Yeah, certainly. Certainly. Uh, timeless versus uh, time passes by. So, obviously, the music's timeless. But uh, I went ahead and went with, look, number one is just fucking timeless. Let's keep it 100. This yep. motherfucker gets watched anytime it's on TV, despite... Even if I can watch it on... Like I said, I have Sling TV, right? But even if I can watch it on Netflix, right... Or if I can watch it on oh, Amazon, if commercial. it's on something like TNT, I'm like, yeah, fine, I'll just watch like. it. Yeah, 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 all right. Yeah, I am just love it. Yeah, so timeless. General uh, what do you guys got? could play,
1: or whatever, and <laughs> still wait through yep. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a Stop more lying, beef commercial. You watch it because you want to see Shaq.
0: <laughs> wait, <Where>? Shaq?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shaq's in the general commercials. Oh okay, oh, oh 30, all right. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Oh. I was like, what
0: Jurassic Park was bike watching? What do you, uh, what do you guys got for Timeless versus Time Passes By? The logo, so
3: good. bro. The
0: logo yeah, it's, this nice. thing goes hard. Anybody yeah.
1: fucking sees that logo and they know exactly what it is. Best yeah. movie logo ever. Easy. I would say top five. Top three. Top, yeah. three. top three. Top three. Top three. Easy. The skeleton of what other two? Dinosaur T Rex,
3: right? The T Rex. But you, yeah, it's fucking.
2: Yeah,
0: it no, it's just savage. Like I mean, just that, fucking. That yeah.
1: Logo was so dope. Like they put it on the Ford Explorer, and people still to this day. Will put I want to on get one there. of those things, dude. <laughs> like, little green jungle yeah. themes on. Not to mention, I feel like this movie, the movie also did a lot for the Ford Explorer because it released in '91, made some noise, and then they had him in the movie. And then it blew up like you saw Ford Explorers everywhere. Yeah. You know, I always I liked the Ford Explorer. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Ford, Ford capitalized on that shit, And no, They
0: did. Good job. Yeah, they yeah. Yeah, they killed it. Yeah. Yeah, they get a lot they of have, love, man. Fucking police have... get their fucking And Jeep they got geldics, jeeps, though, they got too. SUV Remember? For Park, uh, yeah?
3: The gray jeeps with the, which is what, uh, they're not on the tracks. The gray jeeps that they go. taking. Yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. the little, yeah. The little Wrangler, which uh, yeah. boy Dennis Nedry was in when he died. Uh, uh-huh.
3: and... Um so I think uh Timeless Welcome. To Jurassic Park. Just that whole just like if you ever yeah, heard yeah. that like you could do that anywhere. Like if I if I made a store, I would try to do that. I'd be like, Welcome to Scott's Bodega. Like it would just like people would be like, This place is cool. Like in the same you know what I mean, the same camera.
1: Uh I think uh Yeah. <laughs> You'd be giving like an explanation of like, Yeah. The be, exactly. It wouldn't sense. even
3: matter. You'd just be like, Well Jesus gas.
2: Uh,
3: uh t- time passed it by So someone go ahead. Ian Malcolm's character. We talked about this before. And the first one, perfect sidekick. So, we didn't mention this. You know, maybe one of the greatest images, besides the logo of Jurassic Park, is Ian Malcolm uh, Mm. after he's injured with his chest hair out, laying sprawled out on the table. Uh, Dude, they made that. They made like a hundred foot statue in Brooklyn uh, of of him laying out. like This is an iconic image. Have you guys seen this on the internet? Yeah. No, it's you told me amazing. about it earlier. Like, people it's, with like, yeah. selfies literally just look at, it's Ian Malcolm just sitting there. And Jeff Goldblum is like, just, he, he's legendary now because of this one character. I mean, and he's done so many different things, but that scene, chest hair out, like he's not even really like. I mean, he's kind of hot in a weird way. Like, but like that made him zaddy. You know, the whole like. Yeah,
0: I feel like hipster girls. Hipster girls 100%. love him. Hundred
3: percent. Like, like yeah. Ian Malcolm, that yeah. character, like that made him like zaddy. Uh, perfect sidekick. Yes.
2: And that exactly. in <laughs> <by Fox>.
3: He's <laughs> also great in Thor, especially Ragnarok. Talking about Avengers earlier. But um,
2: That's I the only think, one he was uh, in. <laughs> I
3: was
2: like, what, uh, no, what he's other in, color he's, is he, he in? No, he
3: is in, because he's the collector's brother. He's actually, uh, so you know the collector, played by Benicio Del Toro? They're actually brothers. A lot of people don't know this. Anyway.
0: Wait, what? what? What, what movie is was the del Toro Benicio del Toro in? Del Toro's in
3: like uh, several. He's in um, Avengers 2. Or, sorry, he's in Avengers Infinity War. He's in oh, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. He's in... Correct. Yeah, he plays
1: Correct. a co- he plays a collector. Uh,
3: a lot of people yeah, don't realize okay. this. They, they're yeah. brothers. They're sort of like uh, demigods. So they're... Uh, galaxy sort of demigod characters, which is why it fits in with the Guardians. Anyway, uh, way too deep into it, but gotcha, uh, okay. it's also time passed it by because him as the hero, not so good. Talked about it. Trash. Trash. Yeah, we don't yeah, need to know this much awful. backstory about him. I don't care that Sarah, whatever, super hot, uh, don't care that that she's his girlfriend don't really not invested uh i mean it, it, like as much as you loved him in dress Park, you kind of didn't like him in dress Park too. it's just like a, wow i thought yeah that that, that character passed
0: so me. all right so would it be good to get made today and who should be in it I put, of course it would. I mean, they did these stupid-ass <laughs> Jurassic World movies that suck. Um, better than The Lost World. But um, what do you got? So, I, I put, yeah, you could do it. I don't like Chris Pratt in this, to be honest. He's campy. Uh, just, yeah. Scott Eastwood, no, Michael B. Jordan. I like Chris huh?
1: Pratt. I like Chris Pratt in that
0: movie. Thanks for, thanks for interrupting me, guys. I uh, appreciate that. Uh, Scott Eastwood, Michael B. Jordan, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead should be in it. All right? Remake. I'm down with Straight it. Straight up. All right. Same plot. The old man can be... Old so, man can be. Uh, East, what's
1: up? Eastwood would would replace Chris Pratt's character.
0: Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. yeah Michael Scott B. Eastwood, Jordan would replace Samuel
3: Jacksons.
1: Where, yeah, where does
3: Michael <laughs> <be>? Ian Malcolm?
0: <laughs> no, he, no. <laughs> he okay. would replace Ian Malcolm. Yeah. He'll sit there with his little fat fat chin, his fat double chin, right? Okay. Look, ah. no, nah, I'm telling you right now, you can't be doing that. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's not gonna work. <laughs> No, okay. Look, partner. When you go to when you go to Pirates of the Caribbean, right. the pirates don't try to eat you when it breaks Boy, down. Where
3: that? You gonna see me? Yeah.
0: He will be. Yeah. So he'll be in it. Then uh, you get. I mean, if you want, like the old yeah. man can be played by Christopher Plummer or Reginald Bell Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Edward kid. James, almost. <laughs>
1: Hey, out, hey, I know. Hey, yeah, Isaac to, Hayes is shout dead. Out, shout out to Edward James.
0: Yeah, Edward James almost could play John Hammond. He'd be like a oh Cuban man. version. He's
1: Mexican though.
0: Oh well, uh, yeah, I'm saying, but he'll play a Cuban though. <laughs>
1: Wait, like, listen, yeah, listen,
0: the, listen, a bit. Le, what? Listen, I think
3: man, Edward James almost should be <laughs> Ian Malcolm.
0: <laughs> yeah, he has to be. Yeah, he has to be Republican, <laughs> yo. So it has to be. He has to be Cuban. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Wow, for that bro <laughs>
0: yeah
1: he, he basically play a, a, an older bigger version of uh, your boy Marco Marco Rubio
0: exactly like yeah a, he, he drinks
3: a 40
2: yeah.
0: with two
1: hands instead of a 12 ounce bottle of
2: water <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> well, listen,
1: uh, go ahead I think that Chris Pratt does deserve to be in Oh, movies. I think he does a good job. Um,
0: See, I look, you're comparing it to the rest of those, those movies. And, like, look, the old adage goes, all right? Yeah, a spoiled sandwich is better than a diaper when you're fucking swimming in a dumpster. You know, like, that's, I'm sorry. He's awful.
1: No, nah, but let me tell you why. Because he adds both comedy and action. And he displayed that in Guardians of the Galaxy. And so yeah. I think in this movie, he kind of adds, like, that same feel for it. Because this movie did have some comedic moments. Like, Jurassic World did have some funnier moments than the original Jurassic Park movies. But my whole theory behind this is that they're going to turn this into something similar to, like, the Star Wars trilogies. Like, I will not doubt that in 10, 15 years, we're probably going to see another round of trilogies for it. And it might be, like, a prequel, you know? Like, the same way that Star Wars... Oh, yeah. Like, you know...
0: They're gonna have like the little girl from Bird Box, and she's gonna be able to wrestle dinosaurs and I stuff. Mean, oh, yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> like over, you yeah, comparing
3: it to that way, but because it's universal, I more compare it to uh, the the movies about cars that are that are fast and that are also furious. Really it, great. Fast and furious. That's, that's that fine, are really but great. I'm just saying, it's Tenable. just like the story itself is legendary. Like if you can just like keep making movies about cars that have different characters. Like, you can make movies about
1: dinosaurs forever. So are they gonna yeah. do Dude, The, do the Rock
3: in Jurassic, and Jurassic Park would be and, fucking like,
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'll stop watching. Just bad times, yeah. I think.
1: He it would
0: like, be yeah.
2: incredible. <laughs> he, like, fucking.
1: Yeah. Drops the people's <laughs> elbow on, like, a fucking. with
3: blue he just gives the eyebrow and that's how blue and that's how blue recognizes that he's the alpha (laughs) yeah
0: watch he's gonna like do a Samoan drop on a pterodactyl and shit yo (laughs)
1: fucking
0: yeah he's
1: like how dare you little jabroni
0: is Kevin Hart gonna be in it with him then or what
1: uh yeah I mean he could be a
0: yeah, awful. Look, I, I want the I want the Scott Eastwood and the Michael B. Jordan, baby. All I'll right, tell you what?
3: I uh, the, the yeah, can't a even with see Bushman. you if you're not moving. I would just sit there, stare down, <laughs> and give it the people's elbow, brother.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So
0: he's Hogan and The Rock? What <laughs> yeah, is this? Like
2: what?
3: Terrible. He's always uh, all well right, uh, That's what the best about The Rock is. He's he. He, pu- he pulls yeah. out old moves that are, that are great.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. Already did, he already did Rampage. He's already gone up against like large beasts. I mean,
3: Dude, I mean, he can he take down a skyscraper them. as it's falling. <laughs> Wasn't there a dinosaur in?
0: Wasn't there a dinosaur in Rampage?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: <laughs> terrible, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i can't yeah like jordan like you know jordan peele's gonna oh, fucking redo these and like class it up oscar people. and everything right yeah he's gonna yeah he's gonna put like gonna one of the chicks hair from hair, though. yeah oh yeah big time yeah like, there's gonna be like way more blood and shit, right it's gonna It'd be like, be how like the movie julianne be. moore's outfit but like, everybody guys, he's gonna fucking... <laughs> yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah we got to talk about that um the worst hunters on the planet uh, the worst crew ever. Like, I feel bad for my main man Roland Timble. Uh First of all, they're surrounded by a girl who's covered in they fucking dinosaur, this nine baby times dinosaur blood. Leading up and, to it well, I know, but yeah, it's like he goes, "Are you hurt?" And she's covered in fucking blood from a dinosaur who broke his leg, right? Uh, and he at no point thinks maybe change your shirt or switch with somebody, one of these guys, right? None of that ever happens, you know, and then she's just attracting the T-Rex all across the fucking board, awful, uh, also, none of her, fucking none of his guys can shoot, uh, then, yeah, they're, yeah, just, just worthless, you know, all of them, don't listen to this guy, Ajay when he goes, don't go in the tall grass, as he follows them, you know, just, yeah, and then, I gotta get to this character, there's, there's a Mexican dude in the movie, uh, there's who I wanna to talk them, about, but, okay, um... And number two, there was a Mexican dude that ruined everything. He's the reason that they got injured with the T-Rex because he wakes up, ah, ah, Goya, Goya. And then the T-Rex, everyone starts running. And he's also the reason that Diedrich died.
1: Doesn't he get stepped on?
0: Yeah, he does. Yeah, good. That was my favorite part. Yeah.
1: He's also the reason that... that When they introduce him, he's sitting there listening to a song and it's like, me gustan las mujeres. Yeah. (laughs) Me and my cousin would always like, Laugh about that shit because it's just like the most random scene i yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Also, Dietrich, how does he not see at no point does he check to see if the guy heard him? Like, I know his back was to him, but Dietrich's just like I'm gonna go pee, right? Doesn't tap him. Doesn't wonder why the guy hasn't looked at him, right? <laughs> like, you know, like if someone tells me they're gonna go pee, I'm gonna look and be like, I don't give a fuck. You that know DJ's like, just like mm-hmm.
1: that dude also had like no lines though. Like uh,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, he go like he's getting dressed down. When was the last time you see seen him? He doesn't say shit.
1: Yeah, like I don't know if they're trying to insinuate like he doesn't speak English, like in typical Hollywood fashion, like I adding mean, like these like Hispanic stereotypes, but like they kind yeah. of try to portray him as like a badass, you know, and then he just ends up screaming <laughs> and getting the rest of his homies killed. So
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know Donald Trump's using this like, what did I tell you? The guy over there in the lost world, totally, DJ would still be alive. So many him. people, little red red-head, redheaded guy with the snake, never would have gone to the waterfall. They weren't chased. He's Get rid of,
1: here, of
3: him. He's sitting there talking about Mexico's <laughs> the worst. He was probably a rapist. That's why. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, Donald,
0: just like you can't trust him. The things he would have done to Julian Moore, just no. They don't
1: like send fucking, their best people. They send their like, worst. Yeah, it's, just like yeah.
0: it's obvious. <laughs> I watched The Last World. Awful. <laughs> uh, okay, so famous auditions. So I got uh, Harrison Ford and William Hurt both wow. turned out a role of Alan Grant. Um, Harrison Ford did The Fugitive Instead, and Hello, William, William Hurt. William You guys don't know who he is, so we don't want to waste time he's, covering him. He's a great
3: actor. Why? He's in so many good things. <laughs> uh, the Village. Name of Such movie as? Fantastic. Name of a movie. Uh, he's also in... No, I'm not. William Hurt just great. being
0: contrarian right now.
3: Yeah, The Village is a great That's movie. The, the, he's the also village. in uh, the miniseries movie... Adaptation.
0: Oh, Scott. Usually, you know when usually when someone says someone's great, there's not a lot of us and well, like no, unfilled pauses. He's like he's he's
1: saying <laughs> no. i as he's it's, reading it's, through uh, his Wikipedia. I'm not right now. He's on. in the he's, he's, on he's in the mini right series now. sci-fi TV <laughs> <Z laughs> channel,
3: which is a great channel. That's the only channel. Maybe I wish I had cable for, but the sci-fi mini channel mini series version of Dune. He's uh the main character I what's that?
1: He was he's he was in the uh the one of the original Hulk movies Correct. With, uh, the one with Edward Norton. No, he's he's in all exactly. of those. He's in he's he played, non- he's in the all the Avengers yeah, movies. Yeah, some of them.
3: Correct. Yes. Yeah, cuz he
0: plays uh he plays the dad. What's her name's dad, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He plays a general, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, General yeah. Thunderbird Ross Thunderbolt. or or Thunderbolt. something Ross. Yeah. No, is great. Yeah. he's awful. We don't just, I don't know it. what Scott's we talking. We don't talk about that. It's terrible. It's not even <laughs> in the MCU anyway. It's
2: stupid. Yeah. Yes. Scott, you <laughs> haven't named a the single good great. movie this
3: guy was in, the except was
0: the great. Captain America movies, huh? <laughs> oh, boys! this guy sucks, dude. Yeah, they're so lucky that they didn't get him. Yeah. He just would have been terrible.
1: To be honest uh, with you, I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they didn't put Harrison Ford in there because what we talked about earlier, like yeah. Indiana like, Jones. Indiana Jones vibes, like essentially everyone would have just like yeah. looked at him and been like, oh, there's a knockoff Indiana Jones.
0: And yeah. Look, well, he would have just been just like, like, don't move. Right. The thing can't see you if you don't move. He's a great. Do you have any kids?
3: <laughs> he's a great actor, but like very specifically a good actor. Yeah.
1: What Jeep were
0: you planning on getting in?
1: They would have had to give him a little swag. Just to yeah. add some comedy to it. Ending. Yeah, just for, yeah. You
0: can't have Laura Dern in a movie where Harrison Ford's the lead.
1: You're my best friend!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could you imagine that? Who is it that hit me on the back of the head with the slapjack? jack?
1: <laughs> While he's in the fucking thing? <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
0: Billy, tell me we didn't land on this island.
1: He would have had a showdown with the raptor, and like you think, like he's gonna fucking get into his big fight with him. He's got his, his uh, uh. and then he, <laughs> and he shoots him. Yeah, yeah, fucking, uh, yeah.
0: Like it, it, like the plane scene in Jurassic Park <laughs> Three writes itself, right? <laughs> get off my plane! <laughs> it throws oh, yeah. William H Macy off of it. <laughs> Billy, what are you doing? Just be careful. I don't want to be stuck with the tourists again. To get- uh christina ricci auditioned for the role of the granddaughter i don't know why she didn't get it uh was this around the same
1: time she did casper uh
0: i i think this was a few years before right because
1: like this was when christina Ricci was still popping like
0: yeah yeah this is yeah this is about two yeah well i don't understand why they didn't adam's
1: family yeah right yeah
0: creepy little yeah they should have totally hired her yeah I don't know why they didn't. I don't know why she didn't do it, but that that was like perfect. That you know? was like, that blonde fucking, girl who up, looks man.
3: like Julia Stiles, isn't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She looks like a little hippie now. It's just yeah, like she. Yeah, I think it looks like she wasted all of her money.
1: <laughs> she lives in like Williamsburg.
0: Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like Echo <laughs> Park and shit. Yo. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, that's all we had for that. Uh, all oh, right. Man, it's time for a Bauer so Internet Conspiracy. So
3: we kind of talked about this before. <laughs> Um, oh, Lord, uh, I think I think I gotta start with hashtag DLM Dinosaur Lives Matter. Uh, <laughs> okay, but, but basically, uh, I think this is the way that uh, politically often people of color are exploited uh, in politics. Uh, so they're they're sort of represented by the other class, uh, or by, by bo- both the ruling classes in terms of how can we exploit them further or how can we help them to then exploit them further. So the dinosaurs, they're always, they're, re- they're created uh, and, 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 and sort of like people's genuine humanity about the dinosaurs is, is always... Exploited by the capitalists who are just trying to like make money off of them. So even Hammond, whose whose thoughts might be pure, his intentions might be kind of pure, like with the whole fleas scene, right? Mommy, don't you see the fleas? Don't you see? Right, like he's trying to do a good thing, but everyone else around him is just like, we can make money off of this. We can do this. right? So it's yeah. either a uh, a future labor market that we can exploit, or it's a future spending market that we can exploit. Um, but they're never actually represented. There's no there's no dinosaur in Parliament or in Senate, right? And there should be. Uh, I think the other thing is um, the the entire like genetic science around the dinosaurs. So I think this is very like um, allegorical, maybe toward what we're trying to do. So instead of Sense that we want to create, like humans wouldn't actually ever want to create another species that could could com- like combat with us about being the greatest species. What we're looking to do is just like solve the problem of death. So the billionaire class is just constantly trying to attractionize or commoditize small improvements of lives. Right, I know. I don't it's not, think that tractionizes a word by the try way. Try to create some sort of like allure <laughs> of it's it's the whole like capitalist system around healthcare. So so oh here's this drug that'll make you feel better. Uh, let's see how Genpop handles it and see if like we can actually do, you know, use it. Um Yeah, exactly. Um Yeah, exactly right. Uh no, peop- somebody ate a bat. That's what happened. I'm just kidding. Um, exactly. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be the crustaceous coronavirus. Yeah, some had to tear it so, out. Tear it <laughs> but I love yeah. Ian Mountain Vine in the second one. For, for once, I, and I'm paraphrasing, but for once, instead of relying on other people, would you consider doing something about it yourself? When he's sending them all, you know, basically to their death. Yeah. Um, and then InGen is yeah. basically just, like, Humana or whatever, Operation Warp Speed. So, all of our tax dollars are paying for this vaccine. And you know we're gonna get charged for this fucking vaccine. We paid for it. Mm-hmm. It should be free. We should be able to see dinosaurs for free. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your Bernie oh, yeah, impression yeah, got worse serious. like an hour later, bro. Incoming, yeah.
1: Incoming Bernie crap.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So does John – all right. What state does John Hammond run for governor of is the question. Uh, so
3: no. He would believe in masks. <laughs> he he's, would believe in masks. I was going to say New, New Hampshire. New Hampshire. He's New Hampshire. Brian, he's Brian, New Hampshire yeah. potentially, potentially also a very blue state. Maybe Colorado, which isn't a super blue state, but like totally –
0: yeah were there was this mansion in New York or what yeah okay the Connecticut uh, <laughs> he's gonna I be like the Connecticut uh, governor yeah <laughs> welcome Sam to Connecticut works <laughs> you okay. can, can be the governor of
1: Jersey Mike what are you gonna say I was gonna say you can be the governor of Jersey
0: Nah, they, nah, he's too classy for that, man. Okay. No. The
1: mayor, the the mayor from Jaws, is
0: the one that becomes the governor of New Jersey.
1: Did uh, okay. did did Wiggins just throw shade at Jersey?
0: I always throw shade at Jersey.
1: There's
0: not a lot of. I just claim it. Uh, uh, yeah, all right? uh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I all I claim New Jersey, but I talk shit a lot, a lot of shit about it, and I always will. It's a terrible state, you know. It's just bad. Like like people from New Jersey know it. They'll. All right, they don't take offense like Texans. True. they know their state's awful, but they won't admit it. That's New Jersey, shitty, just, but yeah, I'm never gonna you know, leave. We're the Texas of the Northeast. What they say. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like oh wow, well, yeah, you're just I jealous of us, right? right? You know, like, yeah. All right, so, yeah, New Jersey. Know, they know I, that they're garbage. All right,
3: <laughs> like, yeah, like, but I think They're the so, definition what I, what of, of step This is a good uh, yeah. a re- representation. Like a oops, his, baby. Like, our ability what humans are always looking for the ability to become god and like re- replace uh like yeah. we are alphas not because of our physical dominance like the the, the 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 closest like sort of evolutionary or genetic relation to us would be like apes right and like in a fist fight we just get completely slaughtered but like we have you know 0.1% of our genes for whatever reason allows us to be like well I'll just shoot you with a gun eight or whatever right and it's like that small percentage this allows us to form this like sort of equilibrium with our environment we just we create it to what we want to be which is totally opposite of like the natural world it's really weird like we're constantly are inventing ways of destroying
2: ourselves
1: yeah. a good point (laughs) yeah all right well there
0: you it. really quick and really quick so really quickly like i mean michael Crichton. just uh i think this is a guy that just got it in terms of where we're at as humans like um yeah and i'll take and i you know between jurassic park and he also had the uh i don't know if you guys saw this movie timeline uh you know with uh paul walker so but that was based on his 99 novel or well sorry it's the movie version of his 99 uh, novel timeline right uh like i you know i learned a lot around sort of um how humans act right and you know what we do the environment right Even you take a look at something like uh congo right. or sorry what we do with nature and what we do with science and sort of as j i think jfk said this best right uh, a few different times in his inaugural speech right uh, not align the sort of the dark powers of science become engulfed in, in humanity in planned or accidental we self-destruction. Will
3: reach the moon. Um, I don't know if <laughs> that wasn't it, right?
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, different speech. But, uh, so I don't know if uh, yeah, I don't know if Crichton like was really inspired by the I think he was the inaugural address. I imagine maybe not, or so, was. but like a lot of parallels. What's up? Okay. A lot of parallel, like a lot of parallels in terms of, uh, hey, look, you know, science is great, right? Uh, but this is like, I mean, look, you got to think, Crichton was, I think he was born in nineteen forty something, like, right? So he came up during the Red Scare and during the uh, the atom age, right? And yeah. uh, race, uh, the race to the bottom, essentially, right? Uh, and if you like look at the different things like his books Terminal Man and Andromeda Stain and uh, sorry Andromeda uh, Strain I mean and, Andromeda Stains what happens to Scott <laughs> after uh, too much chili uh, too much of that <laughs> firehouse chili
3: <laughs> firehouse chili sounds good that's what my teacher
0: yeah. It does, yeah. My, my teacher used to call me an Andromeda stain on uh, humanity, right? Uh, but no, you, like you, just looking at that, right? All his like his books or whatever about around the dangers of us abusing science, you know. Uh, and there's something to be look. People like watch Jurassic Park. Read more Michael Crichton and, and like learn what's going on. Usually Mike's the one that goes on the soapbox and like preaches to everybody about uh, how to act or whatever. But I'm gonna do that for him today. Uh, but I legit,
1: mean, I, I passing the torch. That for me. Um, honestly, yeah, like we straight up, we're fucked. <laughs> like no matter yeah. how you want to look at it.
0: Yeah. So, uh, so what's the second best Michael Crichton uh, book that became Aliens? a movie?
1: I'm <laughs> just
3: kidding.
0: <laughs> I don't think that was him. The Stan? Ah right. <laughs> oh, shit. That was him
3: either. <laughs> did, you, did you guys like S- That Sphere? was actually underratedly good. Okay.
0: Yeah. I can see Mike yeah. liking it because Dustin Hoffman's in it. And Sam Jackson, too. Yeah, Mike, did you like Sphere?
1: I never saw it.
0: You should watch it. Ish. Like if it's free, don't pay for it or anything like that.
3: Did you guys like Congo? Yeah, yeah. diamonds okay, to Congo. make lasers.
0: Right. So Congo.
3: That was an interesting. Uh, uh,
0: Congo's classic. Yeah, Congo's a classic. I tell you. What about? Did you guys like the Andromeda st- strain? Fuck. I don't, and someone Dromada. else bring up this. Cause I, don't, I don't know how to say it. Apparently, Andromeda. The Andromeda galaxy. Is the Andromeda galaxy
3: to the Milky Way.
0: <laughs> okay. Only cowards know that.
2: <laughs>
0: all right uh read more michael Crichton, guys thanks for the jurassic park episode we'll be back with something that scott had hot hi- next week we're gonna be back with a show that scott had highlighted earlier so if you were really listening you'll have a clue anyways
3: avengers out go t-rex Ooh. that was bad that was a- <laughs>